this thing about the bingo slots, if they do this, I mean, this is um, everybody should move out of the state. Just leave it to the Gators and uh, Jeb, your fat-ass governor. What an idiot. Oh, he's going to kill this thing. I'm telling you, it's. Uh, I'm not telling you, but uh, I've been saying this for weeks, that this guy is out to make sure this thing doesn't happen. It doesn't matter what the public wants. It doesn't matter what the It never matters what the public wants. Uh, that family has one thing in common, total lack of respect for the system. So we're in the right places. Well, you sure sound like you're a million miles away, you know what? I do. You didn't have technical problems this morning, did you? I heard you say something about that. Only once. Yeah. No, we, we lost the phone line one time for oh. like a minute. That's all. Oh, that's not uh, No, I could uh, see myself. Somebody, somebody must have pulled the tube. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually nice and relaxing over here. Is it? Yeah. See, they're not too crazy about it either because if we had real slots, so who in their right mind would go over there at all those grave robbers? I mean, all those wonderful folks that you're with now. You know what? It's... Um, it's not, you know, this is actually a good place to visit for a couple of days. It is. It has everything. Sure. You know, I can pet baskets. The Beast just won $160 on the Wheel of Fortune. You can hear the jingle in the background. Really? Yeah. The 160 bucks? Yes. Nobody playing quarters? Of course. I'm not the uh, rich mogul that you are. You're playing quarters? <laughs> what kind of money you're supposed to got? He's playing quarters. Like you. When are you going to get over to the nickel machines? Uh, not. Do they have nickel machines? Yes, they sure do. I'm going to hit the penny machines in a few Okay. I, I didn't, uh, I, I played the Santa Anita card yesterday. I'm in heaven here. Yeah. You know, they have a race book here now. So I played Santa Anita. One of I can sit here right in my house and play the Santa Anita card any day I want. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can't do that in Florida. No. Or you're not supposed to. God forbid. Right. God forbid that Florida should become a real state. Yeah. Never happened. A real part of the of Never the happened. It's hopeless. Yeah. I wonder who the successor is going to be. When I saw that thing in the paper this morning, I just, you know, you just oh, throw your hands up in the air. So I, give whoa, up. Whoa. I, give. I didn't see the paper this morning. I'm, you know, I haven't gotten a paper over here yet. What was in it? The story about the uh, bingo-style slots, about the house. There's a bill coming out today, and they want to limit the uh, slots to the same thing that the Indians are using, which oh. accomplishes two things. Oh, and he, the governor also wants to put all kinds of other limits, too. They want to force yeah, $20. the... $20. They want to force the paramutuals to come up with the $500 million a year in revenues for education that they promised, even though, of course, it, it, that was projected if Dade and Broward both passed it, even though it lost in Dade. So then if they don't get, come up with the $500 million, then they're going to impose a fee to make up the difference. He's good. Like you said, he's going to do everything in his power to deep-six it. And there's a Republican, Juan Zapata from Miami, representative, who's the one who's yeah. pushing this thing in the House. Luckily, the Senate uh, is not in favor of that, state Senate. Viva Zapata. Yeah. Oh, and also the governor wants to ban, wait till you hear this, ban the sale and consumption of booze in the slot halls and also allow no ATMs. <laughs> Other than that, have a great time. Yeah. This guy is a curse. Yes. He is a curse. And, and I, I've been asking it for years now. How the hell does he keep winning? How did he win by a landslide? What, what is going on with these people? They must be massacred. How do they always win? They fix the elections. This is, you know, this is, was very predictable. You know, he came down and did everything he could to beat it. He, he, uh, but I, I still blame the proponents, though. I think they did a really, we both talked about that, a really crappy job of, of wording the measure. Well, if they would have made it exactly specific, right. I mean, if they would have made it specific that they were talking about class two uh, slots uh, or whatever whatever class it is, then uh, there would have been no problem, been no question. Well, they're losers. That's why they don't know how to conduct their own business, and, uh, and then they can't, you know, they can't even write the legislation properly when they desperately need it. Yeah. And, uh, class and three. That's, that's what we want is class three. That's why they're in the dumper. Mm-hmm. Rhymes with humper. 
Well, good luck to you. I, uh, I'll stick with Woodbine, thank you. Okay. We'll be here having a good time. The Beast is going to be at uh, that Wheel of Fortune all day, I have a feeling. In fact, I'll be in Montreal the next three days plunging in their beautiful casino. they got five, uh, five floors. I told you about that. Well, don't lose too much. Uh, I'll try not to. I'll try to use the Beast as an example. Yeah. He's inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day. Man. And you too. I'll see you Monday. All right. Rock solid. Beast is playing quarters in the Bahamas. You fairy. Oh, uh, where's the uh, Davy Gravy line? Wouldn't it be nice if they found Chandra sitting in a chaise chair drinking booze? Wouldn't it be nice if they found Chandra sporting one of those computer dudes? Then this whole argument would be history. We finally put it into this mystery. Boy! Wouldn't it be nice if they found Chandra eating caviar and monster cheese? Wouldn't it be nice if they found Chandra firing a hitman in Belize? She could tell us about Gary's winky as she laughed and held up her pinky. How's she doing, Chandra? Anybody seen her lately? No. It's a 10.04 at 5.60. I guarantee you, she's almost as lively as Terry Schiavo. Yeah, I don't know about you, but if I hear one more word about that. Well, we got a few words we got to say today when we get to that story, but enough already. Oh, there it is. There's another one of my silly guys in a dress, one of them screamers. Look at that. You fairy. Oh, brother. Anyway, I, don't, I can't handle it. Can you take any more of that? No, more. This fat-ass governor of yours, let me say it again. You wanted it, you got it. You get exactly what you deserve, man. You vote for this insanity for these fascist lunatics who want to impose their view on everybody else, and that's what you get. should come as no surprise that they're trying to subvert the will of the courts because, uh, you know, you, you don't mess with the Bush people, with that crowd. They're going to do whatever they want, and they'll find by hook or by crook, like stealing elections, little things like that. Basically, what you had in America, and it goes back to 2000, is you had a bloodless coup where a group of self-appointed Nazis took over the country, and the media sits back and, but beep but boop but bop and isn't it great religion is taking this great place in America, and uh, we got that, that lunatic that wrote that, uh, what's the name of that book, that idiotic book about purpose, uh, purposeful life, whatever that thing is. He's everywhere now. He's probably on uh, that Totina's Pizza at Rosa Lopez's house. Or maybe he's on that uh, piece of toast. Or maybe he's on the uh, T-Fell, uh, did you get that thing yet, by the way, the T-Fell skillet? Not yet. Now, let's, let's, let's put in a bid for that on eBay. It's too late. 3 p.m. yesterday was the deadline. Damn it. Jamie King, also known as James King. Kind of a strange name for a chick, James King. But nevertheless, that's what she wants to be known as. And so, uh, who cares, right? Right. She's naked there on our beaded curtain. If you're over the age of 155 and you've got 48 pieces of ID to prove a picture ID, that is, okay? Not any of that phony fake ID that we're all so familiar with. April 23rd, 1979, she was born, which makes her almost 26, but not quite. Born in a great city, Omaha, Nebraska, even though you guys don't believe it. No. Because that's, see, when you haven't been anywhere, you just uh, know nothing about it. So you talk again, like you know something. She was a top model at the age of 16, appearing as cover girl for uh, something here, and it's chopped off, the New York something. Anyway, she's in a movie called The Ninth Passenger, which is not yet. Two for the Money, which is not yet. The Alibi, which is not yet. Sin City, that's already out. Pretty Persuasion, White Chicks, Harry Green and Eugene, and uh, 
Bulletproof Monk, Four Faces of God, Lone Star State of Mind, Slackers, Pearl Harbor, Blow, Happy Campers, Young Hollywood's Awards, also on the uh, Howard Sperm radio show, but that's uh, back in the day, like five, six years ago. So there she is, Jamie King. She's on the beaded curtain, and she's naked as a jaybird. There it is for you. Let's see. What did I... Oh, I see. Okay, here's the results in the uh, poll yesterday. The best pizza in Florida is Pizza Loft, 172. No contest. You see the power of this, Cho? Yes. Now, look at the uh, ice cream that's winning in our poll today. Fish food, right? Ben and Jerry's fish food. Who put that on the map, huh? Hey, oh, God! Who put Pizza Loft on the map? Hey, oh, God! Back when he used to like us, like me. Too bad. That's the way it goes, okay? Hard ass. Pizza Loft 172, Mario the Baker 87, Papa John's 81, Steve's Pizza 68, Pizza Time 67, Casola 66, Frankie 62, which we thank Frankie's for bringing that food yesterday, Pizza Hut 58, Godfather's and a Salvo. I'm going to try to restrain myself, okay? I'm going to try very hard not to pull the tube. Oh, my God. Godfather's and a Salvo's 54 each, tied. Cazzoli's 42, Anthony's Cool Fire did it 41, Little Caesar's 34, Mommy's Boy, there's a lot of names on here. It's going to take me hours to read all of these. Little Caesar's 34, Mommy's Best Pizza, 33, Antonio, 31, along with John the Baker, 31. I wonder if John the Baker is kin to Mario the Baker, you think? Brothers. Pizza Rustica, 27, Capone's Flickerlight, 26. Somebody was giving us a song and a dance about uh, that yesterday, that they didn't like it or whatever. Well, they got 26 votes. What do you know? Sparrow's also got 24, though. Oh, about a step away from Franco-American. Love and Oven 22, Umberto's and the Big Cheese and Tony's had 20 apiece. Thanks to Brad and Tony's, and the guys say that's still uh, as good as it gets. Yeah. Mamma Mia's and Domino's 19 apiece. Oh, Domino's. Even your dog would turn its nose up at that. Poppy's and Mr. D's 17, Hungry Howie's 16, Villa Rose and Brooklyn Boys and Ciro's and Mike's 15 apiece. Johnny G's and Vito's 14, Wise Guy's 13. I understand that... Berkeley is working them feverishly. Nice going, Berkeley. You the, you the a man. Nick's 11. Amici, 11. Marino's Pizza, 10. Two Brothers, 9. Sir Pizza, 9. Mazzola's, 9. That not, didn't we screw that up? It's not Mazzola? I don't know what it is. No, it is. That's what it is. Oh, it is? Yes. Cannoli Kitchen, 8. Del Vecchio, 8. Alex Del Vecchio and Gordy Howe. And Ted Lindsay. Today's in PSN. Palm Springs North, 7. Jerry's, 7. Times Square, 7. Red Rock, 6. Amore, 5. Uncle Frank's, 4. Mama's, 4. Pogies, 4. 3 for Esposito's. 2 votes for Sarah's. Papa Piccolo, Hot Sobe, Franco's, 1 for Jano's, and Luce. Luce had the big... Oh! So that must really be... Well, maybe just nobody eats there. I don't want to say really be bad, you know? Because what do we know? See, that again is like talking about stuff that you know nothing about. It's like saying, oh, boy, that Shula Steakhouse is really... I've never been there, so what do I know? I was never invited. See, I'm not part of the sports fraternity on this radio station. I was never part of that inner circle of sports nerds, so I was never invited. Now, Josh, you had plenty of females there. Yes, I have. And probably Miguel, being promotions guy, you probably had some free meals at Chula's Steak, too. I paid for some, too. Probably had some free meals at Chula's, like I said. <laughs> yes? Yes, and I paid okay, for some, Okay, I didn't ask for any uh, additions to that, okay? You don't have to embellish it. Free meals, free loader. Yes. Today we're doing ice cream, once and for all. And already I got faxes on this because we put it up early. Now, I don't understand this, although I think I've seen this. Fred says, Ben and Jerry's, everything but the two twisted ice creams. Now, is that the name of a flavor? Because he says, combination of New York Super Fudge, Chunk, Heath Bar Crunch. Oh, we got to get that on there right away, Heath Bar Crunch. Oh, God. And what? Now, there's nothing like Heath Bar Crunch. Mm. And peanut butter cup to die for, he says. Oh, so somebody, I, I guess that might show. be the name of it, but wait, wait and find out for sure. Right? We'll figure it out. Yeah. 
Also, a fact that says Ben and Jerry's Carmel Sutra, or is caramel. Carmel Sutra. No, nobody with a brain says caramel. Okay, only people that don't know how to speak proper English say caramel. Whatever you call it, I guess it's probably pretty good. And then he's actually, who sent this? Pedro. Hey, Pedro. He's got a diagram of the way it sits in the uh, tub, in the container. Vanilla on one side, caramel cone in the middle, and chocolate on the other side. Caramel Sutra. It says caramel cone, one and a half inches thick, vanilla on one side, chocolate with fudge chunks on the other side. <laughs> this is sick. This is really disgusting. The one good thing is I'm very confident that nobody's going to bring you guys any ice cream today. I'm positive of that. Hey, Publix is uh, right down the street. Like I said, Publix ain't bringing you no ice cream, okay? No, but somebody could stop. And, you know. Oh, that's, that's true. Do a good deed. Anybody out there wants to bring in some uh, dulce de leche for Miguel? And I don't know, what uh, what's your story? I'll do Rocky Road. Rocky Road, that's a good choice. I don't, now, Ben and Jerry's doesn't make Rocky Road, do they? That's a little too pedestrian for them. They, they don't they make... make everything else. Huh? They make everything I else. I mean, they even make vanilla, and they make, like, uh, chocolate and strawberry. You'd think that they would make a Rocky Road. I've never seen a Ben and Jerry's Rocky Road. I'll tell you who makes a really great Rocky Road, and that's Bastard Robbins. Man, they have a good Rocky Road. Mmm. You just want to kind of stick a cube in there and, like, you know, melt it and put, like, a straw and drink it. Hey, your fish food is number seven on their top ten. What does that mean? On BenandJerry's.com? Yeah. There's number seven. Fish we don't care what their top ten is. We're talking about our astute audience that's got, uh, you know, taste in their tush. In fact, vanilla is number two already. <laughs> Look at that. Fish food is number one so far, and vanilla is number two, and chocolate is number three. What a bunch of daring folks we have out there. Wow. Woo. Man. Let's see. Oh, yeah, cookie dough and butter pecan. Man, like I said, it's 1013 at 560 WQM. You people, what you know about ice cream, man, you could put inside your... All right. No. Rectum. That's the one. And have plenty of room left over. Although after yesterday's uh, pig out, Josh said, maybe not. I just don't know how you... The last two days has been really disgusting. Don't bring them any ice cream, okay? I don't want to be responsible for bad things happening to these people. Wow, your fat ass is really comfortable. Wow, your fat ass is doing wonders for my bad back. Want to do something useful with your fat ass? I can sleep on your fat ass all day. Then why not put it to use? And you don't mind if my girlfriend sits on your fat ass too, do you? As one of America's newest ass cushions, put your fat ass to use for the airlines and turn a coat seat into comfort class. This is great. By letting people sit on your fat ass, you'll be helping to improve people's days. On the bus, at the movie theater, even at the park. Mommy, come bounce on this fat ass with me. Put your fat ass to work today. Receive hourly wages, health benefits, and ho-hos. Call now and be proud to be a fat ass. I am 1018 at 560 WQM. So anyway, why didn't they put that wording in the uh, amendment on the ballot? Class 3 slot machines. That's all I had to do is put those extra two words in there. Class 3. To be specific, how anybody could uh, spend all the time and the effort and the money that the proponents did and leave it up to the fat-ass governor, speaking of fat-ass, and the legislature, I, I, it, just, it just boggles one's mind. They should have known ahead of time that they're going to do everything in their power to uh, subvert the will of the public. That's this fat-ass governor especially. Whatever you people want, he's going to do the obvious. He's always got devious plans. The, you know, Terry Scheibo, same thing. She wants to be left alone, leave her to die. The husband says, uh, cut the crap already, take out that. And, uh, oh, but but the, the best yesterday was he, he's trying for the DCF, which did such a great job with Rilla Wilson, <laughs> not to mention all his other children. And by the way, she's not a child, Terry Scheibo. But nevertheless, the Department of, uh, DCF, he wants them to take custody of, uh, Terry. Isn't that great? Oh, yeah. 
In fact, that wouldn't surprise me if they'd have gone in there in the middle of the night and just uh, whisked her away in there like happens on Passions or one of those crazy soap operas. Oh, she just disappeared. She's off to the Bush uh, Mansion somewhere on the French Riviera. You'll never see her ass again. I mean, just when the hell does it ever stop in the public? You, what, what is it that you're fascinated with? What's to like? You know, there's that old expression I use all the time, what's not to like? What's to like? With this bastard. He is one of the most obnoxious, one of the most unctuous. And we keep hearing in the media, oh, but he's a very devout man and he really believes in it. Yeah, right. All he believes in is that he's the dictator and he's going to jam everything down the throats of the public, whether that's what they want or not. That's all he knows, your fat-ass governor. Now, he should only rot. Well, I beg your pardon? Now, he's a Christian. No, he's a Catholic. Catholic. Oh, my bad. Don't get born-again Christians confused with Catholics, because, as you know, they hate each other like poison. They do. But it kind of rubbed off on him when he married that Chiquita Banana there. So, uh, you know, Columba, the smuggler, it rubbed off. So he's Catholic. But, of course, he's a very devout Catholic. And, of course, uh, you know what they're saying. Like the Schindlers. Thank God, by the way, the Schindlers, I was a little bit nervous with that name that they were Jewish. we got enough problems already, you know, with Meyer Lansky. Uh, the Schindlers are Catholic. And they're giving a song and a dance about, oh, well, Terry was a devout Catholic. And uh, the husband says, no, she wasn't devout at all, okay? And there's plenty of Catholics who, uh, who, choose, who have living wills and choose to have their lives not extended with some stupid-ass and other uh, artificial means. Oh, boy. just This religious explosion that you're seeing in America today, this is at the root. Of course, that's, that's just a cover-up. What's underneath it, of course, has nothing to do with religion. But that's the, uh, the cover-up for everything else that's going on. An explosion of... In fact, did I print that? Oh, yeah. Here's the best before we get to our ice cream. I'm, I'm tired of this crap. I can't stand it. Evangelicals oppose the government on Shivo. How do you like that? In spite of what you're hearing in the mass media, more than two-thirds of people that describe themselves as evangelicals and conservatives disapprove of the intervention by Congress and President Bush in the case of Terry Shivo. A CBS News poll found that four or five people polled opposed federal intervention with levels of disapproval among key groups supporting the GOP almost that high. Bush's overall approval rating, which was down to 49% last month, dropped again down to 43%, dropping like a rock. Dropping like a rock. Most Americans say they feel sympathy for family members on both sides of the dispute over Shivo. More than 8 in 10 in the poll said they feel sympathy for Bob and Mary Schunder. At 7 in 10 said they're sympathy, yada, 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 about whatever. All the polls show the same thing. But the most interesting part of it is more than two-thirds of evangelicals and conservatives disapprove. And I mean, even as far business as they are, they realize that this is totally unacceptable. You just can't do this. We're talking about a fascist state that, that is not only trying to overrule the courts, trying to subvert the Constitution, but trying to inject themselves into private personal family matters. It's like alien all over again, baby. Okay, let's see. Starbucks mud pie. Oh, we don't have any Starbucks ice creams on there now. The poll, what's your favorite ice cream? It can be just a flavor like vanilla or it can be a brand like Ben & Jerry's Fish Food. Follow what I'm saying? No, what do you say? Well, I don't know. Starbucks mud pie, you got it? That doesn't sound too good to me. Mud pie. Mm. Starbucks makes all coffee flavor ice creams for obvious reasons. Starbucks is uh, the coffee people. Okay, let's uh, see what we got so far. Your favorite ice cream, Ben & Jerry's Fish Food. Another one made very popular by yours truly. 53. It is so good, it's ought to be. I wouldn't be surprised if the governor knew we enjoyed it that much. He probably would make it illegal. You're a fat-ass governor. No, seriously. Anything where you might have a good time, where you might enjoy life, that doesn't uh, fit in with his, his right-wing, fundamentalist view of life, uh, you can't have it. You can't do it. You can't have it. I don't want it. You ain't getting it. Bastard you. You, you piece of turd. He's, he's a turd on two legs. Oh, but he's so popular. Yeah, only in Florida, man. 
Okay, fish food is first, but vanilla is second. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. 38 say there. And I've been telling you people that for years, and you laughed at me, right? And if it weren't for being this crowd, because the, you know, the rest of the public don't know fish food from uh, fish tank, uh, vanilla would all be number one. See? Chocolate 29 is third. I mean, very, this is so boring. Cookie dough. Cookie dough 21. It's horrible. Cookie dough. Butter pecan 20. I mean, look at what we got. If you take away fish food, this, I, I'm humiliated. No wonder Jeb Bush uh, keeps winning. Oh, we can't run again, thank God. I'll get somebody worse. Maybe we got our uh, first gay governor. Gay. Yeah. Charlie Christ, Christ, or maybe Mark Foley. Maybe Miss Foley will leave Congress and run for a higher orifice. Let's see. Uh, ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia, 19. Ben and Jerry's Super Fudge Chunk. That's New York Super Fudge Chunk, 17. I guess we didn't have room to put that in there, huh? I don't know. I didn't put it on. Oh, now you're blaming this on Eric Ian? You're right, because Eric, uh, that was the original poll. Rocky Road, 13. Pistachio, 12. haagen Dulce de Leche, 10. It's watery. Flavor's <laughs> good, but it's watery. Uh, butch it up a little bit. Strawberry, 8. Ben & Jerry's Coffee Toffee Crunch, only 6. Only 6. Vanilla's got 38, and Ben & Jerry's Coffee Toffee Crunch has got 6. This is enough to make me just fall on the floor and laugh. Either laugh or cry for hours. Coffee, 5. Coffee ice cream, of which there are, you know, we could be more specific. Briar's Oreo's got 4. Rum Raisin, 3. Briar's Score's got 3. Nestle's Turtle, 3, which means some of you folks have scoured for those and found them. Congratulations. I salute you. Neapolitan, too. That's your chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. That's like for little kids. Yeah. Like when you were in school. They used to have those little Dixie cups with uh, either vanilla, chocolate, or Neapolitan. Chocolate, strawberry, and uh, vanilla. I don't know. I mean, that, that is really for Goyam. <laughs> Caramel Sutra, one, and Heath Bar Crunch, one. Mm. Now, who makes Heath Bar Crunch? Does Ben and Jerry's make a Heath Bar Crunch? I think they do. I'm not, I'm not eating no ice cream this weekend. No way. I had three ice yeah, cream are. days. What? Right after the show. You know that's what you're doing. No, I'm not. No, I'm right. absolutely not. I had three ice cream days in a row, and it definitely cannot continue. 26 past 10 at 560 WQM. We got uh, Mo Howard, David, and uh, let's see. Or am I wrong about that? No, we don't have no Mo today. No Mo. Do, 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 do. Curtis Stevenson for Mo at 2. What's that all about? Do. Mad Dog at 4. 650 Marlins on deck. The Marlins exhibitionist game at, uh, against Houston from Kissimmee at 705, followed by the Eddie K. Gambling Show. No Mo today, huh? Maybe he's sitting home eating pizzas. Maybe he's just shoveling uh, all that. Or maybe he's uh, off to a big... Maybe he had a big dinner at New York Prime last night. Heathbar is uh, Ben Jerry. Oh. I can only imagine. I mean, as good as the coffee, coffee toffee crunches, I would imagine that the Heath Bar is just... Probably put, you, probably put you into a spastic Terry Schiavo stage. Cube! Yeah. Absolutely no to reinserting that... Cube! Jeff Bush! Well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Yes. Oh, who got the money from his daddy? Oh, and it's like that my little bratty. Oh, with an agenda that's crappy. Oh, well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Go, Bolsa, Absolutely. Well, he's a presidential son who doesn't have to run. No one else is gonna win. He might as well just move right in. Sing higher, sing higher, sing higher, sing higher. He has a golden spoon, he was born with a pizzazz, so look out all you Jews, Woo! get ready for the gas, he's a Tallahassee Nazi, you fairy, Woo! he'll give our civil rights a whammy, Woo! cause he's a Tallahassee Nazi, love of FLA. 
Well, he's a very wealthy dude with very fast views who never paid his dues. By next year, we'll all be screwed. Sigharl, 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 Sigharl. Any schmuck could win that race against Buddy McKay. Why do you think they call it Goober? Victorial anyway. He's a fella happy nasty. Oh, he'll make the KKK happy. Oh, yeah, he's a Tallahassee nasty. Love of FLA. Absolutely. Come on, let's do step. Come on, Adolf. U.S. Supreme Court denies Shibo's parents' request to reinsert the tube. How do you like that? The only last chance they got now is at noon. There's a Florida judge who's going to rule one final ruling. And, of course, uh, he already gave his preliminary indication yesterday. But he's going to give the final ruling at noon, and that'll be it. About Jeb Bush's <laughs> attempt to, yeah. And now we're in 27 minutes, but who's counting? And we can get on with the, our lives. Uh, Jeb Bush trying to uh, have DCF take control, take custody of her, which, of course, is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, what, what legal basis is there for that? That the state can just uh, come in and take uh, custody of of anybody. I mean, I, I can understand if it's somebody who's homeless or well, why even go through it? You know, it's it's your fat ass governor again, a crazy person running your state. No wonder Florida's in the condition that it's in, an outdoor insane asylum. Jessica says favorite ice cream. It says O M G, being the fat pig that I am. I'm always trying to uh, out the low carb ice creams. Last week I tried one that was so good I had to pass it along. Publix brand. Turtle ice cream with only four carbs per serving. I think one serving is, is a teaspoon. <laughs> but who cares? It's good. Even people who don't lean the low-carb way would love it, says Jessica. Well, how do you like that? Publix turtle. Got it? I got it. Do we want to say public? Well, we don't want to say low-carb, high-carb. We don't want to do that. We'll have 40,000 different names on there. Publix brand turtle. I, I'm sure I, I have a feeling I'll read it on it because all those low-carb ice creams, and a lot of them are very good, but they've got that stuff in it, man, that sorbitol and maltitol, and oh, keep you real busy all day, real close to home, please. Half-baked by Ben & Jerry's. Now, there is some real crap. Sorry, whoever sent this. It's uh, I, can't, I hate to break the news today. I can't stand it. But uh, half-baked by Ben & Jerry's. Chocolate and vanilla ice cream with fudge, brownies, and chocolate chip cookie dough. See, it's got cookie dough. Oh, not for me. Save all the cookie dough for Kirstie Alley and this uh, lady who sent this fax. Okay, you got it half-baked. Ben and Jerry's half-baked. Okay. Don't go off half-baked. Oh, look at that. That's right. It is called Fred sends a picture of the container. Boy, Fred's a maniac. He went online, I guess. And everything but the... Oh, that, that's what it's called. Everything but the blank, blank, blank is what right. it's called. Huh? Got it? Ben and Jerry's everything but the... <laughs> blank, blank, blank. Oh, and he's got another page here with a description on it. Did you send me that or not? Uh, no. Well, why not? I want it. Okay. I want it, okay? If it has to do with ice cream, if I'm not going to eat any, at least I can talk about it. I can fantasize. Well, that's Ben and Jerry's, by the way? Ben and Jerry's, everything but the dot, dot, dot. Got it? Dot, dot, dot. Got it. And you, you melted it about a hunt for about two and a half minutes in the microwave, so it's like a puddle, and then you just suck it up in a... Cube! Right. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. <laughs> what are we going to do after noon? What are we going to do with that? Cube! Huh? Maybe we can start talking about the... Applicator tube. That one. The one that Rush has got buried somewhere. WQAM, hello. Neely. Yes, sir. Edie's chocolate peanut butter is the greatest. Edie's chocolate peanut butter, okay. The best. Vanilla's gay. Hey, vanilla's really... Gay. Oh, boy. If you eat vanilla... You fairy. You got it? Edie's. I forgot all about Edie's. Uh, Edie's used to bring us in a lot of free ice cream, as a matter of fact. I just mentioned that in passing. I don't know if they still like us or not, but Edie's uh, at IOD and I think also on this station. Really? 
has brought us in some free ice cream. So I'm just, I just mentioned that just in case, uh, you know, you don't want to get shut out again today. We proved our power yesterday. Supreme Court says no to removing that, to reinserting the... Phew! No, they said keep it out of there. That thing about the bingo-style slots proposed, I, I just... I just want to vomit. I'm so glad that I spent as little time in Florida as humanly possible. You have no idea. You, you can't even begin to imagine the tremendous pleasure. Even if I were sitting here just like a, in a Terry Schiavo type state with a cube in my nose uh, and down my throat or whatever. That would be an improvement over having to like endure the kind of madness that goes on. Florida, is it, it's helpless and hopeless because you people keep putting the same losers, the same maniacs back in office again to run your lives. And we're spelling run, R-U-I-N, by the way. Everything but the original ice cream, pints, chocolate and vanilla ice creams with Heath Bar chunks, white chocolatey chunks, peanut butter cups, I don't like peanut butter, and chocolatey covered almonds. Uh, it says, whenever we visit our scoop shops, we notice our friends combining their favorite flavors to create cool new combos, and we thought, what a great idea. So we took your favorite Ben & Jerry's and swirled them together to invent some twisted new flavors, and now you get more of everything. Yeah. I don't like twisted this and twisted that. Although Chubby Checker will be uh, Curtis Stevenson guest today at 2.15. Huh? Better Curtis than us. We don't want Chubby Checker. Clarence, just stay away from us, okay? Try, stop trying to suck around, Clarence. We don't, want, we don't do guests. I realize you have no understanding of what this show is all about, but we don't do guests on the show. Guests are crap. That's one thing Mad Dog is absolutely correct about. Absolutely correct. Guests are a tune-out. Well, we got the Ed Schwartz coming on today to talk about uh, 1952 baseball card collections. And if you're not interested in 1952 baseball collections, I guess uh, you're all gone. See what I'm saying? Guests blow. WQAM, hello. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I don't understand these people, man. How, with all that, with all the great ice cream there is out there, right. fucking it... vanilla. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, it's not only me. I'm just grossed out by it. It's just, it, it's, it just it's makes like me like eating um... frozen milk. I mean, right. That, it, that's exactly right. You know, I, uh, whatever, yeah. whatever, and and. Do, do yourself a favor. I mean, I know you know this, but just stay the hell out of here, man. There's no reason for you to have to come down here. Yeah. This place is such oh, a I, I, I come thing. in for a week at a time to do, take care of a few legal odds and ends and, uh, you know, write out a few checks and do some things, and then I get the hell out. I mean, I... I in fact, I, I, got, I got a trip uh, booked this summer already for just a weekend, a Friday, a Saturday, and coming back here on a Sunday. I, I just can't take it. It's just... Uh, I don't know how I endured all those years. Dirty, man! Well, let me... Let me let me tell you something. If if and I usually try to set it up that way, that business gets me out of here for at least a good four months during the summer. All uh, right. And uh, because I mean, there is no way, uh, especially with this insanity with the uh, cube uh, thing going cube. on. Cube, right? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> cube. <laughs> that I am. Cube. <laughs> that I'm going cube. To stay down here. Yeah. Um, anyways, one. Um, one for your for your list just for the hell of it because I don't I didn't see it on there not that I would say it's my favorite but um, about as close as I'll get to vanilla is cookies and cream that's yeah, another one that Ben and Jerry does not make really no I, I've never been able to find it Every, everybody else does I know and don't you find it strange that they don't make Rocky Road because Rocky Road is like a it's it's right up their alley it's one of their kind of ice creams like with marshmallows I, I, in it and chunks, I asked you know? I asked somebody I asked somebody who um, who used to work for them. Um, that I had as a friend, and he said probably part of the reason is because fish food is sort of their answer to Rocky Road. Nah. So I don't. I disagree with that. Yeah. But um, I, I, I agree. God, thank God they don't make it. It'd probably be pretty good. Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> All right. Take care, Neil. Okay, you got that? Cookies and cream? Yeah. Okay. Have you got any ice cream yet? No, they're not going to bring you ice cream. I don't even, I'm not going to waste my time. If by chance somebody comes by with four or five half gallons, then just, just let me know. You're listening to Neil Rogers. 
The U.S. Supreme Court rejected today an appeal by the parents of Terry Schiavo to have their severely brain-damaged daughter's feeding tube reinserted. <coughs> the court, without comment, refused to intervene after the Ellen's U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals twice Wednesday turned down a plea from the parents. Uh, on the Florida front, Pinellas Pasco Circuit Judge George Greer has said he'll rule by noon today. That's an hour and 13 minutes, but who's counting? On the latest effort by Florida officials to intervene in the case. Greer, that's by noon today. It could be earlier. It could be any second now. Are you on the edge of your seat? Actually, yeah. Greer had ordered Chavo's cube removed last Friday after seven years of court battles between the Schindlers and Michael Chavo. Uh, the issue now before Greer involves allegations that Terry Chavo may have been abused by her husband as they're making up stuff frantically here at the last moment. In addition, in a petition by the Florida Department of Children and Families, the ECF, a neurologist who examined Chavo's medical records, never examined her, never was anywhere near her, found she was most likely in a state of minimal consciousness rather than the persistent vegetative state previously doctors have diagnosed. So all the other doctors who examined her uh, all of these years, uh, they know nothing, but here's he examined the medical records and has never been anywhere near her. He said, no, she's, uh, she's okay. She's, she's ready to get up and do a tap dance. According to the petition, the agency's board-certified neurologist, Dr. William Polk Cheshire, has informed as information that seriously challenges the diagnosis that Mrs. Schiavo is in a persistent vegetative state, as the courts have upheld. The new information raises serious concerns and warrants immediate action, fat-ass Governor Jeb Bush said. Bush has vowed to do everything within his power to restore Schiavo's speeding cube. David Gibbs, attorney for Schiavo's parents, called the neurologist's findings shocking new medical developments. Shocking! Oh, my God. That's it. Greer barred Florida authorities yesterday from removing Terry Schiavo from the hospice and spiriting her off never to be seen again, which I'm sure is exactly what they had in mind. Maybe they can take her off to Alistair Crane's uh, palatial estate off there in the uh, Friendship Riviera, whatever the hell it is. You think? Maybe Alistair himself will show up. Now, this story about in the Herald this morning, bingo-style slots proposed, this is what Florida's all about right here. There is nothing that happens in that state that can be done right. That makes sense. That you know that reflects the will of the electorate. That just that just it, it, you can't do anything right. It just can't happen. It's against the law. No se permiso aquí. Okay, can't be done. Slot machines at Broward County Paramutual facilities would be limited to the bingo style video terminals that are now in use at Indian gaming casinos under a proposed bill being released today by a key house committee. The measure attempts to limit the expansion of gambling by prohibiting Vegas-style slot machines and potentially undercutting efforts by the Seminole and Miccosukee tribes to get higher-stakes casino gambling, known as Class Three gaming, in negotiations with the state. The House plan also attempts to force the paramutual industry to make good odds campaign promises to generate $500 million a year in tax revenues for education, even though that promise was made when it appeared that both Dade and Broward paramutuals would have the games. 
and of course they don't. Under the plan proposed by the House Business Regulation Committee, the state would impose a tax rate on the machines that is yet to be determined. If tax revenue is less than the $500 million that the industry promised in its election campaign, the state would impose a fee to make up the difference. Industry reaction to the proposals was mixed last night as lobbyists put their hopes on a Senate bill next week that's expected to impose fewer restrictions and cost them less money than the House version. The worst-case scenario we want to be in is to have nothing less than the gaming the Indians have, said Ron Book, who represents a coalition of parimutuel owners. The idea of limiting slot machine operations to the bingo-style terminals now in use at the Indian casinos was first promoted by Representative Juan Zapata, a Miami Republican, and recently endorsed by fat-ass Governor Jeb Bush. The machines are defined as Class II gambling in federal law. By all appearances, the Class II machines look and operate like the traditional slot machines, but customers play against each other rather than against the house, and the jackpots tend to be lower. Governor Bush released his suggestions for regulating slot machines this week, and while the House plan embraces many of them, such as defining slot machines as the bingo-style video machines, it excludes many others. Wait till you hear these. For example, the House does not embrace the governor's proposal for taxing slots. Bush wants to impose a 40% tax rate on the first 500 slot machines at Broward's four pyramidal facilities, then increase the rate by 5% for every 500 machines, up to a tax rate of 100%. <laughs> when do we get to 150%? Oh, there's that wild Pat Mahoney. Her lips are cracking. Foaming at the mouth. Bush also wants to, here we go. Bush wants to also ban the sale and consumption of alcohol and allow no ATMs within the slot halls. The House bill does not have those reasons. Let me say it again. He wants to ban the sale of booze and not allow any ATMs in the slot halls. Yeah, that'll be great. The House does not include the governor's suggestion that gamblers be banned from using credit cards or debit cards in slot machines and also prohibits any cash advances to gamblers. The governor also opposes the industry practice of offering free drinks, meals, or gifts to gamblers. This man, we need to baker act him. He's trying to run off and hijack and kidnap Terry Chavo's body. This governor of yours, he needs to be baker acted. He needs to be put into a mental institution before you have no state left at all. He's a crazy person. Both the House and the governor propose to allow the slots to operate 12 hours a day. The House sets the hours as noon to midnight. It's a joke. Minimum should be like 9 a.m. to 3 a.m., something like that. Of course, most places now, in this day and age, are like 24-7. By contrast, the Senate committee is considering a plan that would define slot machines as the traditional Las Vegas-style slots, thank God. That style of gambling is defined in federal law as Class Three gaming and could open up an opportunity for the Indian casinos to negotiate with the state to offer other high-stakes games such as craps, roulette, and blackjack. The Senate is also expected to impose a tax rate of 30%. About 30, man! And oppose many of the other restrictions sought by the governor and House leaders. Thank the Lord for your uh, state Senate, I'll tell you that right now. Or you, uh, you're not going to have diddly. You're not going to have diddly squat. Oh, when does it ever end? Does it ever end? No. Man, I think that governor is sticking the tube right where the moon don't shine. 5670560. You know, the, the caller that called a moment ago, I, I, hate, I hate to break the news to you. But I'm confident looking at the result. This, this reminds me of the, the night, uh, what, what was the day, March 8th, when we had the referendum on the slots? Something like that. And early in the night, and it was way ahead in Broward all night, but in date it was ahead by, you know, a few points. And as, as the time kept going on, I, I, you just saw what was happening. You know, you saw that it was uh, only a couple points ahead, then all of a sudden it was behind. Same thing here on our poll. What's your favorite ice cream flavor or ice cream? Ben & Jerry's Fish Food, which has been leading right through 70. That's in front. That's first. Vanilla is, I'm, I'm confident vanilla will be in first by the time we get done with this. Just like I've been telling you forever and ever. And you laughed at me when I told you that. Didn't you? You thought I was making that up. I, I told you that because I've read it a zillion times. I did my research, man. Anybody that's into ice cream like I am, I do my research. Vanilla, 62. Chocolate, 40. Oh, 
Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia, 27. And even that's shocking because that's certainly not one of their best flavors. You think? That is their best flavor. Yeah, get out of here. Don't, don't ask this guy, okay? Don't ask us no, to about by, ice cream. No, not by my choice. That's on their site. That's what people prefer. Cherry Garcia isn't even in their top five. Yes, it is. No, I'm not talking about on their website. I'm talking about in fact. Oh, okay. Uh, butter pecan, 26, 25. The dark folks like butter pecan. Ben and Jerry's Super Fudge Chunk. That's New York Super Fudge Chunk, 24. Cookie dough, 24. Hooey. Uh, Rocky Road, 18. Rocky Road's damn good. Pistachio, 15. Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche, 14. Blech. Strawberry, 12. Ben and Jerry's Coffee Toffee Crunch, 9. That should be right up there bubbling under the top. I don't want to like start getting you folks fat, but if you haven't had Coffee Toffee Crunch, you just your life is a, a fraction. Your life experience is like almost like Terry Schiavo's. That's how minimal you're uh, enjoying your life if you haven't had that. Coffee Ice Cream Age, just general generic coffee. Heath Bar Crunch 6, Briar's Oreo 6, that's Miguel's. Yes. Rum Raisin 6. Rum Raisin can be pretty good, although haagen is, guess what haagen Rum Raisin is? Watery? Yeah, watery. Neapolitan 4, Nestle's Turtle 4, Briar's Score is 3. That's the correct answer, by the way. You just can't find it. Too bad, you lose. Uh, Edie's Chocolate Peanut Butter's got a pair. Caramel Sutra, that's a Ben & Jerry's, by the way. You don't have to put that on there, but I just, uh, 2. Should be. Cookies and cream one. Ben and Jerry's everything but the dots one. Uh, Starbucks mud pie one. Ben and Jerry's half baked don't have any, and Publix turtle don't have any of either. Sorry about that. All so much ice cream. Let's see. 80s Coney Island vanilla with caramel swirl and chunks of chocolate covered waffle cone bits, says Brett. 80s Coney Island vanilla. Or is that just called 80s Coney Island? I guess, huh? Edie's Coney Island, you got it? I mean, you're, you're making this into like a big uh, simus. It's not that complicated. Yeah, Can you Island. handle it? Coney yeah. Island. Oh. Here's a fax that says, oh, Maxwell Tots, the silly-ass Brit. Oh. A cruise ship of gay lifeguards. This, this is the silly-ass uh, yeah. fag lifeguard guy. Turned away from Nevis in the Caribbean. Okay, whatever. Butch up a little bit, okay? You fairy. Get out of here. Maxwell Tots. Boy, if that, another Brit. Of course, the Brits are all, uh, you know. Queens. Ben and Jerry's Concession Obsession. Wow. Is it concession or confession? It says here, Concession Obsession. It's chocolate ice cream with a caramel swirl and chunks of your favorite movie theater snacks like snow caps, peanut butter, cups, and soft pretzels. Oh, oh, pretzels and ice cream. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> By the way, it says here, no, seriously, have you ever had ice cream with pretzels in it? No. That would be like having pizza with pickles, pickles on Pickles, yeah. I was just thinking. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I, I agree with you on that. It sounds a little bit bizarre. It says, by the way, the two new drops Chew. and you fairy. are some of the best ever. Play them all day. Well, that's a, uh, a plan. Chew. You fairy. Huh? That sounds like a plan to me. We could just uh, back them up side by each. Chew. Endless loop. You fairy. Let's work on it. You are listening to Neil Rogers. On 560. QAM. Along your trade, you idiot. Whoever told you that you could work with men? What you're hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us. To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living. You company man. You fairy. In the 60s, it was the twins. In the 70s, it was disco. In the 80s, it was MTV and cocaine. In the 90s, it was success. And now the latest craze sweeping the nation is mouth breathing. 
I like food, Did you see a new commercial on TV? I like local TV news directors that are 24 year old. They pictures of their boyfriend on their desk. They know what hard-hitting grizzled dogs is. <laughs> it's 11.03 at QM. Time to pull the... Q! Right. Anyway, we've got 57 minutes, and less than 57 minutes, and counting till noon until Judge Greer gives us the uh, high sign. The high sign. Now... You know, do you realize the horror? There's no way in the world that he's going to say the DCF can take custody of her. You can, can you imagine the precedent that that would set? No, I don't see that happening. Yeah, they're just going to come into your house and uh, grab somebody. Oh, well, you're not taking good care of them. We're going to come in and grab them in the middle of the night, and uh, we're going to take custody. The governor is going to have, like, this uh, secret place somewhere. Like Sodom had all his secret palaces. Your governor is going to have all these secret mansions around the state, you know? And he's going to have all these people hooked up, of course, to a big cube. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's really a bong. Five six seven oh five sixty fifty six minutes and counting. This is exciting. It's almost like the day Michael came in in his pajamas. Remember that? Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular wireless lines. WQAM. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Yes, sir. Um, I'm the one. I'm one of the ones that cannot eat ice cream because they blow like a balloon. Yeah. So I have to have the TCBY, the white chocolate mousse. Right. That's really good for me. I cannot have that. Sneakers with uh, pretzels and monster <laughs> on it. You know, I blew. Well, maybe we'll feed it uh, intravenously, like through a big. Cube. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, going back to that case of the lady with the tooth. The lady with the tooth. The yeah. lady with the tooth. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're Christian and you believe in God, don't you believe that you that person has gone 15 years ago? And you're supposed to be dead. I don't know. I'm not Christian. And I don't believe in God, so I couldn't tell you. So I'm assuming it's a rhetorical question. <sighs> in other words, she's in heaven already. She's exactly. You're right. gone. Fifteen right. years ago. She's long gone. So you're against your religion because God is calling you. You're not there. That, that's right. You better get with it. Get uh, get uh, get on your way, Terry. Good point. Um, as far as that tube is concerned. All I can tell you is that this is absolute mass madness. And once again, you see, other people, this goes on every day. Every day in America and all over the world, there are people who die with dignity and want to, you know, they have... See, the living will would have solved it. Yeah. That's but, the number this, one for everybody. But, but even people without living will, if they make their wishes known to a loved one, whatever, uh, it goes on. And we don't have the cameras there. We don't have wacky people like Reverend Pat Mahoney running around. Ah, she's, she's parched. Her lips are cracking. See, she, you know what she, she's like... She's like our management. She has no feeling. You know what I'm saying? She has, she has no feeling. So the fact that she's dying what appears to be a horrible, grotesque death and being starved to death, etc., uh, it's a moot point because she's in a vegetative state, which means she has no senses, no feeling. She just exists. She is, uh, has those involuntary blinks of the eye, but you'll notice, you know, oh, look over here. Here, you hold up the two fingers. Over here, and of course, uh, she doesn't move. The only time you see any head movement is when they're moving her head around with her hand like a, like a, a rag doll. God. Bill in Fort Lauderdale says, 
Oh, please. Oh, that's right. Bill's got a good point. That Hank was right. According to the official Ben & Jerry's website, Cherry Garcia is the most popular flavor. You're insisting it isn't even in the top five. What are you trying to say, Neil? Are you saying that the website is wrong 50% of the time? <laughs> no, I'm saying that the people who voted on their website, their taste is in their twist, just like our audience. Okay. Well, at least we're I'm not imbeciles today. What? At least we're not imbeciles today. We're just relax. Bill and Fort Lauderdale makes a good point every now and then, two or three times a month, a year. In a twist likely to further complicate the prosecution's efforts to convict Michael Jackson, a former bodyguard expected to be a key witness against the pop star, is sitting in a Las Vegas jail, facing a slew of felony charges stemming from four armed robberies. A spokeswoman for the Clark County, Nevada District Attorney's Office confirmed that Christopher Eric Carter, 25, was indicted yesterday on 15 counts, including first-degree kidnapping, burglary, robbery, coercion, and possession of a firearm by an ex-felon. According to the indictment, Carter had been convicted in 2000 in Maryland on drug and escape charges two years before he went to work for Jackson. The victims in the kidnapping counts were targets of the robberies and were patrons inside businesses who were held against their will, according to the indictment. The serious felony charges are likely to damage the credibility of Carter, who testified he witnessed Jackson and his teenage accuser drink alcohol together during an airplane flight. And he's still going to testify, by the way. That's what they're saying. In spite of all these other, all these other, uh, you've got to clear him of all these ridiculous charges. But he's still going to testify. Look at that. Only six votes separating fish food from vanilla. I mean, if you seriously, if you're sitting there wherever you are listening to this show right now and you're contemplating your navel and wondering what's going on with the world and with our state and with the public in general, with America, what it's become, and you look at this, fish food, number one, vanilla, only six votes behind. Catching up w- quick. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. I agree with your politics. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh... Let me get you out speaker from there. There you go. Much better. There we go. Multiple banning. Okay. Well, I was trying to listen to something while I was waiting for you to pick up. A uh, long time ago when you were talking about fish food. Yes. Oh, that is still the greatest. But the yeah. one thing that it used to do to me is, I don't know, man, it used to give me like a tremendous headache. I don't know. Maybe it's the sugar or something in it. Yeah, because it's so rich. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. You got a very good point. It's very, very rich. It is very good, but it's very, very. You, rich. Have, you can't you can't eat the whole pint in like you know oh, two no. minutes. You have, you have to spread it out over like ten minutes. You know, eat it very well. Slowly. Even a little bit. I mean, I get I get. I, it feels like a high almost. Yeah, that, that's correct. Sugar oh, high. You man, bet. Yeah, that's what Nothing it is. Like a sugar high. All these people wasting their time with drugs. Sugar high, a lot cheaper. Yeah, too. just eat fish food. It's cheaper. That's right. All right, Neil. I'm sure gonna go see if I can. Uh, get the tube. Insert it. Cube. Say it right, Pally. Come on. Cube. You can do it. I guess I'm going to have to put that in my 360. Here. And then there's always applicator cube. Yeah. And just in case you didn't like that. Gay. Fairy. Gay. Fairy. Gay. Fairy. Gay. You fairy. Huh? Kind of little little variation on the theme. Cube. Five six seven oh five sixty. Your favorite ice cream. This is the last of this current series of shows on uh, food. Okay. All week long we did food. We've had a pretty good week here this week, right? Painless. A lot of free food. No ice cream, though, yet. Nobody's going to bring you ice cream. I just, you know, it would, ha- it would have to be a listener. Or. Yeah, why not? And, and you'll notice nobody said Carvel, thank God. Right? Right. Well, that's because it says ice cream. Nobody said Dairy Queen. Oh, I'm really shocked that, like, Bastard Robbins hasn't gotten to mention. I mean, I'm sure they've got some of their exclusive flavors that other places don't that would be a Bastard Robbins flavor. No, no mentions yet. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I was, I was uh, watching uh, the uh, the uh, in, you know the entertainment uh, sh- uh, Terry Schiavo show last couple of days, and uh, Sean Hannity had uh, 
the brother on there, and it was, he was trying to make it out to be like uh, that the ex-husband or the husband had caused all her injuries. Right. And, uh, yeah, this and is, something, forced, they, this is something they just invented in the last couple of days out of desperation. Yeah. And Shandy, Shandy loves it, and he's just yeah. Yeah, pandering to him, and I agree with you. Now you get Randall Terry on uh, MSNBC. I, I, it, is, it is unbelievable you, yeah. what you're watching. Well, it's uh, it's really something, the group that they've jumped into bed with. And meanwhile, that, that, I think the most telling poll was that one among Christian evangelicals and said like uh, four out of five or whatever the percentage was, uh, three out of four, uh, don't agree with this. Even they realize that this is totally, in their, it's unacceptable. This political pandering is going to blow up in their face. Well, what's going to happen is when, when it's all said and done, that the, the, the Schindler will start blaming the, the Republican Congress because it didn't get this done. So uh, nobody wins and, and well... Well, the Democrats are so weak need anyway that they're not going to, you know, they could make political hay out of anything. So, yeah. good luck Good luck to us. Good luck to us. Thanks, Pally. See ya. Well, there's one of the survivors from the uh, shooting in Minnesota. Uh, now, now, don't we need to analyze uh, what was what was bothering that kid, you know, uh, what uh, the... Too many guns, baby. America, crazy people with guns. Everybody and their brother. Last uh, two, three weeks now, mass shootings everywhere. Crazy punks, nutjobs, with guns. If they would just read that, uh, The Purposeful Life, right? You need to stop listening to Marilyn Manson and read the Bible. That's it. Stop it in video games in Marilyn Manson, read the Bible, and cut the crap with that, uh, and read that Purposeful Life. What's not to like? Couldn't hurt. Because the guy that's uh, peddling that, you know, he needs uh, some more cash. 82 to 74, Ben & Jerry's fish food is clinging to a slim lead over vanilla. This is one of the tight elections we've ever, ever had, you know? Very, very close. If vanilla wins, it's going to be. I think, I'm not, I think I'll take tomorrow off, you know Tomorrow is Good Friday, by the way. Happy Easter to you. Hope you roll all your eggs in the right uh, place. Happy Easter. How, how can you say Happy Easter? It's a little. I mean, you do say that, but it's... Yeah. Hmm? Happy Crucifixion, do you say that? Merry Easter. Not good. 11:13 at 5:60 WQAM. I'm sure by now you ought to be familiar with our main man, Anthony Caliendo at Acceptance Capital Mortgage. Don't forget, before you call any other mortgage company, let the main man tell you what you don't know. Most banks only work with three different mortgage products, and if your credit is less than absolutely perfect, absolutely, get ready to uh, hear this. The most famous two-letter word in the English language is what you're going to hear. No. No. If you're not working with the right lender, the chances for getting approved are fitty-fitty at best. So do yourself a favor. Call now, one triple eight four eight three loan and get the deal you're looking for. That's one triple eight four eight three loan and let the main man in this team put you in a mortgage that meets your needs. Avoid going to the wrong lender or maybe being turned down because you called the wrong number. Call the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage today, one eight 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 four eight three loan. What the uh, Josh and uh, Miguel did yesterday, eight 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 four eight three loan. And every time they close the loan, a portion is donated to kids in distress. Why would you want to call anybody else? Avoid the bait and switch. Get the deed you want. Call the main man, Anthony Caliendo, today at 1-888-483-LOAN. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Thank <laughs> you. 
That's what you think. 1118 at 560. Surprise. Thank goodness. The good news is fish food is hanging on tenaciously, man. It will not relent. 87. What is it got? Favorite ice cream flavor. 87 for fish food. Vanilla 75. Pulled into a 12-volt lead. Oh! All right. Chocolate 45. How sad. Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia 32. Now, see, Cherry Garcia is like, I mean, granted, it's got cherries in it. but uh, So, you see, vanilla, chocolate, and, and almost strawberry are like two, three, and four, see? Like Neapolitan. Right. It, it's basically the public saying, well, you know, we got 80 million great flavors out there that are really fabulous, you know. But uh, we're just uh, fuddy-duddy. We're stuck in the past. They like to keep it simple. Yeah. Butter pecan has got... About 30, man. That's one of the very favorite among the uh, dark-complected folks. Ben and Jerry's New York Super Fudge Chunk 29. Cookie Dough 27. Horrible. Rocky Road 25, Pistachio 19, Hagen Dazs Dulce de Leche 17. It's like water. It's ice cream. And you know what it's like? Now, those of us fat people, all of us have done it. You know, you go out and you buy a half gallon, a big tub of ice cream, and you sit down with the intention of just having a little, you know, putting the rest back in the fridge. And you're just eating, and then you realize that if you don't do something rash immediately, you're going to eat the whole half gallon. And so you run into the kitchen, and you run it under the water, and then you throw it out. Huh? It, because it renders it inedible. See? No. No, but you, the, and by the way, I'm doing all the wrong spots here because of the pressure of this thing coming up at noon. I'm just crumbling under the pressure. Um, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You see what I'm saying? What no, okay. And you want to know why? Because not that I'm in a hurry to get out of here, but I was, I was in the noon hour. So it certainly was the right spot for the first break in the noon hour. So I guess I'll have to make good the other uh, dial mattress in the first break in the noon hour. See what I'm saying? So you got 12 o'clock in the head. Yeah, that, that's right. The 12 o'clock is on my mind because it's a big deadline. To stick back the Phew. or not, that's the question. Even Shakespeare would be impressed by that. So anyway, I'll, I'll make that good. Of course, you don't care anyway because you're not paying any attention because you uh, you know got a, you still got a buzz on from all that food yesterday and the day before those six steaks. It was good. Fish food 87, vanilla 76, chocolate 45, uh, Ben & Jerry's Cherry Garcia 33, Butter Pecan 31, Super Fudge Chuck 29, Cookie. I just got through reading all these. Strawberry 15. Coffee Toffee Crunch, 11. Oh, man, you've got to go with it. Coffee, 9. 80's Chocolate Peanut Butter, 8. Heath Bar Crunch, 8. Briar's Oreo, 7. Rum Raisin, 6. Nestle's Turtle has got 6. I'm pleased that some of you found it. Nice going. Cookies and Cream, 5. Neapolitan, 4. Caramel Sutra, Ben & Jerry's, 3. Briar's Score, 3. That's the answer. That is the correct answer to the question. Ben & Jerry's Everything But the 2. Ben & Jerry's Half-Baked, 1. Publix Turtle, 1. Starbucks uh, Mud Pie won. Ben & Jerry's Concession Obsession on an Edie's uh, Coney Island none. Do you think it's concession or is it confession obsession, I would think? Isn't that sound more likely to you? We could look it up. What, what does that mean, concession obsession? We'll find out. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Yes, uh, sir. One for the poll, strawberry cheesecake. Oh, yeah, that's uh, pretty interesting. And one question? Not that I do like a, it, yes. Do, do a poll that uh, how many people are not going to call Jenny? <laughs> okay, here's one right here. Yeah. Bye. Thanks a lot, Pally. Call Jenny. Chocolate cake. She's she's squealing. That fat cow, Kirstie Alley, squealing through that spot with that giant purple tent that she's wearing. In, in this case, um, you know, they've accused the the court order 
the court's order is as, as, an abuse, as an abuse against Terry and, and... This is Michael Schiavo's attorney, by the way. We don't care about him. We want to hear from Judge... Uh, what's his name? Greer. Right? It is concession obsession, by the way. Is it really? It is. Well, I don't like that name. You better call up Ben and Jerry and tell them to change the name. Confession obsession. I guess they don't want to piss off the Catholics. But wouldn't that be... That would be good, wouldn't it? Sure. In other words, it's so obscenely good that it's uh, like that. It would be a sin. Of course, then they don't know where you're going to smear it. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Good, Good evening. Morning, whatever it is. Whatever Cold, it is. I'm confused. Cold Stone Cake Batter Ice Cream. Cold Stone Cake Batter Ice Cream. Absolutely. Ooh, that sounds really intriguing to me. I hope it I don't is. find it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, hey, and did, Wait a second. Did I yeah. hear you say that, that Nestle's Turtle is available somewhere around South Florida? Well, evidently, because it's got six boats on there, and unless they're from uh, Canada or somewhere uh, around. Somebody once called months ago and said that they found it somewhere, but you have to, like, search for it. It's really well, good. It's great. somebody knows, they need to let us know where. Okay, thanks, pal. We got only 20 to 37 minutes until noon when they will find out about the, the final resolution of that. Because I can't imagine if the judge says, no way, Jose, that uh, they, they, I think they will have exhausted all of their appeals, all of their avenues, unless they just storm their place and go in there and start, like, smearing water all over her, you know? God. Well, why can't she just, like, like the husband says, let her die with dignity and peace. Leave her alone already. Stop with this three-ring circus. That's all the media knows. That's all America knows. Every, even Barnum and Bailey and the Ringling Brothers are embarrassed. Everything's got to be a friggin' three-ring circus in the USA. God, enough already. Let's stick to important things like ice cream. That's right. WQIM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. One of your lady listeners who listens every day, but I all never right. get the call. Okay. Um, concession obsession is like concession stand in the movie theater. Like there's a concession stand, so it's all the junk food. Oh, I see concessions. I got it, but it, it okay, doesn't but make sense. Okay, but forget about matter. all that. Doesn't even matter. Fish food doesn't even matter anymore. Really? Because of the new flavor. What's that? And uh, once you find it, you'll hate me forever. Um, chocolate therapy from Ben and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. it is the deepest darkest. Oh, it's it's chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Wow. It's, it's great. You'll love it. Is it even is it darker than Sidney Poitier? <laughs> He's wow, pretty light. Dark. He's more like the coffee he bar crunch kind really? of guy. Really? Oh. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 dark and it's got cookie pieces in it and it's oh forget it. I don't know how long you'll have to put it in the microwave for, but you, they have all new flavors. Forty nine seconds. Up around you, but Forty nine seconds. Forty-nine seconds. Yeah, trust Perfect. me, Ben and Jerry's. Now, what is it again? Uh, chocolate what? Therapy. Chocolate, chocolate therapy. Mm, I'll need it. <laughs> thanks you a lot. Need it. Okay, well, thanks. Thanks, Neil. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye, bye. Chocolate therapy. How do you like that? Thirty-five minutes and counting. <laughs> huh? Can you handle the pressure? Can I read a real quickie here? Please it's not do. real long. It's not real quick. President Bush's intervention for Terry Schiavo has opened old wounds in Texas, where death penalty opponents say his words of support for a culture of life ring hollow after so many executions during his time as governor of that state. Bush said he stepped into the Schiavo case because the U.S. should have a presumption in favor of life, but there were 152 executions in Texas during his administration, including some in which the convict's guilt was in doubt, critics said. It's hypocrisy at thousand levels, said University of Houston law professor and death penalty defense attorney David Dow. I saw many, many cases where there was substantial doubt about whether someone was guilty or whether the death penalty was the appropriate sentence, but he never said a word, said David Atwood, head of the Texas Coalition Against the Death Penalty. I really can't say that he cares about life. Well, we know about that. He already sacrificed over 1,500 young Americans in Iraq and thousands and thousands of Iraqis, not to mention ones who are going to come back in a vegetative state or at least uh, close to it. Missing body parts, all of these things. 
But hey, America just, you know, they roll over and play dead. Just stick that Chew. wherever it makes you happy, and we'll have a smile on our puss. 26 after 11 at 560 WQM, the Emerald Coast is Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet, is rated by Zagat Restaurant Review, speaking of great food. Now, every night you can enjoy Crab Fest featuring Alaskan snow crab legs, golden crab, Jonah stone crabs, and crab cakes. The menu, of course, still includes hot Dungeness crab, fresh oysters on a half shell, and a great sushi bar with over 30, About 30 man. different items. In addition, the Emerald Coast has hand-carved prime ribbon from their flaming grill. Flaming! New York sticks cooked just the way you want them. Top off your dinner with dessert at the unbelievable 40-inch chocolate fountain where you can hand-dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, and other decadent treats as well. Don't forget the Emerald Coast promotes healthy living. No crap, no MSG, no cornstarch. They cook everything only with cholesterol-free canola oil. So book your reservations for this Easter Sunday at one of Emerald Coast's three locations, Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. Lots of imitators out there, but there's nothing even close to the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. You're listening to me, 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 Neil Rogers, exclusively on 560 QAM. Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cars, our little flags wave. As that Saudi loving, retired voice of bombers the wrong way. You fairies! And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow boots like sheep The United States of arrogance And by Bush and his family Green, they got this country And the link towards the darkest days in my history I don't want to be a Pax American In the USA What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. Absolutely. And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where we patriotically Wave a flag in one hand With our head in the sand And blindly follow the powers that be Apathetic Washing state from news On a 65-inch screen Scratch your five Everything's okay In the USA it's 11.33, 27 noon. 27 minutes, are you counting down the seconds? You got the uh, ticker going? Great. At noon, we'll find out the latest and maybe the last, thank goodness, about the... Cube! Right. Jeez. The last. Yeah. Well, they've got nothing else they can do, uh, short of going in there and, like, uh, dragging her out. I mean, you know they'll be talking about this for the next... I was going to say dragging her out, kicking and screaming, but I don't think yeah. they'll get that response. 
Speaking of all of this, Republicans gone wild. This is a good article. It's not real long from Buzz Flash by P.M. Carpenter, P.M. in the A.M. There's nothing like a good BM, P.M. in the A.M. There is not, now no better or more accurate way to say it. The Republican Party has gone absolutely, certifiably, sycophantically nuts. It went officially bananas upon declaring in the small hours of Monday morning a national emergency in the sad yet exhaustively adjudicated case of Terry Schiavo. That much was obvious when the party chucked its last vestiges of states' rights principles and respect for separation of powers in the anything-for-the-religious-right pot of electoral gold. Republicans' blatant whoring at the altar of slaughtered ideals and political opportunism was so conspicuous as to make its examination here only tiresomely redundant, so let's not bother. What we should bother ourselves with, however, is the truly bothersome and it seems growing emotional instability of these congressional Republicans, which any rational onlooker might characterize as this. Folks on the verge, thus we are on the verge, given that they were in charge, of a political nervous breakdown, the result of too much heady success from too much groveling to too many narrow interests. The stress of so much power coupled with insatiable ambition is showing. One of their own, Representative Donald Manzullo of Illinois, in close to part, party self-diagnosis when he opined, I've been here 13 years and I've never seen anything like this before. And that's coming from a man who's lived through the manufactured government shutdown hysteria, the manufactured impeachment hysteria, the manufactured Iraq hysteria, and all the other manufactured hysterias to which we as a nation have been subjected since the grand old party began its studied reascendancy. And looking back, one can see that its ascendancy was in no small part due to its study of orchestrated hysteria. The skies have regularly fallen, and democratic uh, democracy put at grave risk because Hillary misplaced a file, or Bill got his jollies, or John tossed a medal, or the you-know-who elite band Christmas, or you take your pick. You can set your watch by the GOP barraging us with some newly revealed outrageous liberal escapade, each and every one manufactured to distract from the less, from, uh, the less than publishable goal of unfettered political power. We're not to notice, as the ruling party deepens a grotesquely mounting national debt in its pursuit of assassinating social programs, or as it finances a class warfare and plutocracy to sustain a graft-driven political machine, or promotes the fantasy of a democratically reforming Middle East to justify a fraudulent invasion. To notice is only to buy into the vast liberal media's propagandist ways. We are, however, expected to salute when the ruling party, positively dripping with selflessness, snaps into action over an exceedingly personal, private, and local legal matter. We're expected to salute because this scam has worked for the charlatans so many times before, but this time the great majority of Americans, 70% according to an ABC News poll, noticed what was not intended to be noticed, the naked hypocrisy, the sheer opportunism, the downright shabby spectacle of it all. The scene from Sunday night, Monday morning's House floor debate, was reminiscent of Frederick March as Matthew Harrison Brady, William Jennings Bryan, on the witness stand and inherit the wind. A bunch of imbecilic blowhards puffing with feigned moralistic fervor, all of it devoted to buying favoritism on the cheap with torch-burning zealots. The only difference was Matthew Harrison Brady actually believed in what he was selling. Just to balance out the farce with drama as Barney Frank as, as Har uh, Henry Drummond Clarence Darrow asking, in effect, as Henry Drummond did, What, are you guys nuts? Yep. Notwithstanding the satisfaction that comes from seeing reprobates get what they deserve in the form of a disapproving public, is there not something almost sad about watching today's GOP, a party with a long and noble tradition, make such a fool of itself? No, not after what it's put us through, he writes. We're waiting, man. Supreme Court said no to the... Cube! And now we're waiting another 22 and a half minutes. Not, not that we're counting seconds or anything like that. For Judge yeah. Greer over there in uh, the West Coast to decide. To insert or not to insert? To let DCF just spirit her out of there? But the, I think the governor ought to like take her home. He could probably have a pretty good conversation with her, you know, and I think she's on his level at this stage. Don't you think? Yeah. Man. But, but it's really, it's very comforting to see that he and his uh, friends in the House, though, in the State House, have had time from all of this tube watching, this uh, tube watching, 
to uh, take care of business and try to like uh, get the class two slots in there, which is not what you people voted on. But hey, he never wants you to get what you voted on. Student class size, uh, he's got his devious plans. And the same with this. You don't have a governor in Florida. You got a dictator is what you got, a lunatic. Just like this article I just read, you got a. They've gone stark raving nuts, crazy. And the media reports it very dutifully, and like, uh, like uh, this is the way it's supposed to be, and like uh, there are all these very serious issues. Yeah, right. Let's get back to important things like ice cream. Let's do it. Fish food's hanging on by 13, baby. I'm just afraid that once the show ends and once these other interlopers get on area, like later in the day and overnight, that vanilla is going to go just like cream rising to the top. Like, like the caller said before, it's like frozen milk. That's vanilla ice cream. It has virtually no taste. None. It's vanilla. And like I said, it has no taste. And the definitive proof of that is like, like the so-called soft serve that you get like at the Dairy Queen. Yeah. Not as, or, or like at Carvel. You know, I mean, Carvel's got some. They've got chocolate and they've got strawberry and they've got some uh, interesting, well, not good, but interesting flavors down there. But like vanilla, does it have any taste whatsoever? No. And like I've told you for years, that's why McDonald's is number one. And vanilla, trust me when I tell you, will be number one, too. On 560-QAM. Noel Bush with a moral message about the sin of gambling. Ah, as you know, no one knows more about moral Christian values uh, than my father. Uh, your governor for life who knows what's best how he wants to run our lives. Die after smoking up his pipe with super cheap tighter in the tank. Uh, he asked me to extol his wisdom upon you. Uh, gambling uh, is a sin, uh, according to his version of the Bible. Uh, unless, of course, it's in a sprawling casino that takes up half of Hollywood. Uh, then it's okay. Uh, so on behalf of my uh, holy father, uh, this is Noel Bush saying, uh, thank you, old Cubans. <laughs> you fairy. 16 till uh, noon. Maybe that's why Jeb uh, relates so much to Terry, you think? Maybe Noel's got something to do with it? Could be. Yeah. Sasha Sh Shafkin writes, commondreams.org. I'm asking the Theocons. Miguel's going to have a nervous breakdown because there's no ice cream that came in, so we can't you know, eat. Did you get Howie's today at least? No, I'm going to get something, though. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to get something, all right. <laughs> well, what does that mean? I just I haven't, uh, haven't gotten anything yet. You're going to impose on Brad again to bring in Tony's? I mean, uh, I'm sure he would. He would. Since you said that was as good as it gets. I agree with that. His stuff is really... Uh, Outstanding. Yes, it is. Unmasking the Theocons, Sasha writes, the intrusion of America's leading Republican politicians into the tragic dilemma facing Terry Schiavo and her family speaks volumes about how deeply they've become beholden to the religious right. Brushing aside time-honored advocacy for limited government and state sovereignty at the behest of a crass internal memo advertising a great political issue that the pro-life base will be excited about, Congressional Republicans and President Bush instead used the moment to play Christian conservatives their most dramatic homage to date. The foremost political players in this drama, President Bush, Tom DeLay, and Bill Frist, bring a pungent mix of raw ambition, blatant agendas, and inconsistencies on the issues in a question that taint their flowery pieties with a distinctly fishy odor. Down in the trenches, besides lawyers from the Family Research Council and American Center for Law and Justice, founded by James Dobson and Pat Robertson, respectively, with moral support from Dobson, Jerry Falwell, and Burke Balk of the National Right to Life Foundation, Republican leaders are bringing a new face to their party that progressives should be itching to unmask. 
Indeed, the grubby spectacle of House Majority Leader Tom DeLay trying to resurrect his reputation by force-feeding a woman who has been vegetated for 15 years has had the opposite effect of the intended effect on most Americans. An ABC poll on Monday found not only that 70% of those surveyed nationwide found Congress's involvement inappropriate, but that by margin of 67 to 19%, they believe that the politicians trying to keep her alive were motivated by more by political advantage than concern for her. Among Catholics, support for removing Shavo's feeding cube stood at 63 to 26%. That's for removing. Among conservatives, 54 to 40, and even among evangelicals, 46 to 44. And granting standing in federal court to any parent of Teresa Marie Schiavo as provided in the remarkable new law passed last weekend, delay first in the president acting on behalf of a minority within a minority of even their supporters. The face of the theocon power brokers the notion that the whole the Republican Party in such thrall has up to the present been carefully shielded from the spotlight. At their New York City convention last fall, Republicans offered their primetime podium to a series of social moderates such as Arnold Schwarzenegger, Rudy Giuliani, and John McCain, who once referred to the religious right as forces of evil, while persuading the theocons to take a temporary back seat. Since Bush's re-election, they've openly been claiming their dues. When Arlen Specter questioned the prospects of an anti-Roe Supreme Court nominee, a furious campaign led by James Dobson nearly cost him the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Dobson settled for Specter's humiliating public pledge to support Bush's judges, boasting that the senator would be taking his new position on a very short leash. In a letter to supporters several weeks later, Dobson threatened to put six Democratic senators in the bullseye in a battle of enormous proportions from sea to shining sea if they block conservative appointments to the Supreme Court. For all their moral clarity, the hardball players of the Republican Theocon wing have often been embroiled in ethical controversy. While Tom DeLay's fundraising scams and abuses of power are widely known, ties between Bill Frist's financial and family interest in the HCA hospital chain and medical malpractice tort and tort reform legislation he's championed have mostly slipped under the radar. Ralph Reed, the former director of the Christian Coalition and in control of Bush's 2004 campaign in the Southeast, was denounced Tuesday by the conservative columnist David Brooks for accepting $4 million from casino-rich Indian tribes to finance a campaign against gambling. The ascendancy of the theocons is already causing fault lines to emerge within the Republican Party. The Republican Party of Lincoln has become a party of theocracy, lamented Connecticut moderate Chris Shays. Progressives should not allow the Republican leadership to hide behind fuzzy, pull-tested phrases about a culture of life or the wonder-working power of prayer. They should be forced to again and again choose between the theocon power brokers and the rest of the American public. Senator Frisch should be forced to explain just how AIDS can be transmitted through saliva or tears, which he refuses to admit is not possible. President Bush should be asked over and over just when he converted between signing a 1999 bill allowing Texas hospitals to pull the plug and the present. As the Shivo case drags on, progressives should even have enough faith in the good sense of the American people to take a principled stand. Even with minorities in both houses of Congress, Democrats can force Republicans to kowtow a few more times to the people who stay up at night protecting our children from SpongeBob SquarePants and Tinky Winky the Teletubby. Americans do not appreciate the sordid spectacle being played in our Congress and our courts, and they'll appreciate even less the unmasked faces of those behind it. Nice going, Sasha. We got ten minutes to go until... Cube time. That's right. You've heard of T time. This is the T stands for. Cube. That's what it stands tube for. Time. What is it? Tube time. That's right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I mean, get it over with already and stop this dog and pony show. It's disgusting. It's obnoxious. And the media is always are there. It's a feeding frenzy. Ah, they're, they're going just as crazy as the right wingers, man. They're foaming at the mouth. Here's Pat Mahoney. Here's this one. Here's that one. Here's uh, Bill Frist again. What kind of a name is that anyway, Bill Fist? Huh? Thank the Lord. There's some good news tonight. Oh, God. 
Correct. Fish food is pulled 14 votes ahead of vanilla. See, at least this audience, at least we got some people out there with a little bit of taste whose taste buds are still functioning. I understand that when you live in Florida for a period of time, it's very difficult, you know, to, to taste anything, to, to feel anything. Kind of like Terry. She, she should be like the, she, she should be the poster child for the whole state. We're numb. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you doing, sir? Pretty good, Pally. It was God's will in the first place for her to slip into the coma. Was it? I say that, yes. Second of all, take the tube, put it on eBay, and nine minutes it'll go on eBay. <laughs> right so afternoon, not a bad idea, baby. Anybody want that Cube. on eBay? I mean, if the judge says, no way, Jose, I mean, uh, we got to do something with it. Eight minutes and a half and counting. Oh, this is exciting. There's Mrs. Rush Limbaugh. And then, once again, go ahead and reorder the, the reinsertion of that. Cube! Thing. We're keeping our eyes on that. <laughs> that decision was expected before <laughs> noon today. As soon as there is a decision. Oh, God. It is, uh, like, like I said, like a circus. Everything is a circus. I was never big on the circus. You know, they got that smell, that elephant smell. Yeah, Ooh. Circus circus. Like those shows, shows we did. Now, forget about circus circus. Those shows we did at the, uh, oh, Georgia, remember. Oh, my, at the flea market, the swap shop. Oh, boy. Did shows oh. swap shop? We did shows on the swap shop, on the stage, and they had the elephants right there in front of us and all that sawdust, you know, and the elephant ring. And, of course, you know what's in the sawdust, which I can't mention on the air, but, ooh, man. Somebody took a dump in here is all I'm thinking. Somebody took a nasty. Anyway, it's, look at this. Now, how are we going to do this? I think we ought to take the break a little bit early, you know Oh, for 12 o'clock? Well, because you know that they're going to make, we might need a drum roll and a whole deal. Yeah, we can't miss this. This is going to be, this is almost as good as Michael walking into court in his PJs the other day. Almost. And I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Roche Communista Hour. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, we'll place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Don't even bother to question, just follow and obey. Everybody's turning fascist. USA. In the act of patriotism, we're watching all of you. Everyone got the suspicion. So that's what you do. This has information and all you mindless fools in Bush Fatherland Nation. USA. You gotta hate those Jews. Oh, and Clinton liberals too. Believe everything we tell you. And the state run news. Blood war and poor corporate. Fill up your escalade. A Reuben Cheney Bush venue. We don't mind to see our jobs go. A bad economy's good. We're fascinated by J-Lo. Don't read no stupid books. All now are embracing the facts 
fashion way. Everybody's learning fashion. Fashion USA. I'm dying over here. It's 11:58. Happy Thursday to you. Welcome to it. We got uh, Curtis for Mad, for uh, what's his name for Mo Howard David at two. Mad Dog at four. 6:50. Marlins on deck. Marlins exhibitionist with the Houston and Kissimmee 705. Eddie K. Plunging his guts out. 10 o'clock tonight. Right after the ball game. Uh, yeah, that's it. Get that thing going, baby. Although. CNN went into a commercial break, so, um, you know, obviously. Well, it's not noon yet. That's why I took the break early, because I know that everybody out there is real whipped up about that. Phew! Yeah. I mean, this thing's been going on for 15 years, and all of a sudden, with all the other real issues going on in the world, with people paying $80 a gallon for gas, with people that can't afford their medicines, or trying to decide whether to have lunch today or take their pills, whatever. And in the meantime, we're worried about Terry because Governor Fatass tells us and because El Presidente tells us and because Bill Frist tells us. And Tom DeLay says, well, this is sure a lot better than any more hearings about my uh, illegal activities, et cetera, and so on. And even, let me say it again, even the fundamentalists don't agree. A majority, a strong majority disagree with this crap of the government sticking their nose. But I have a feeling. There's Carol Lynn. Much for joining us. We don't care about Wolf School Wolf and Nazi bastards. Right now, unfolding this hour, news with CNN. The Supreme Court refuses to get involved in the Terry Shivo case. Yeah, we know that. Any minute now, though, a Florida judge also plans to weigh in. So we, of course, promise to bring all the angles. And we're going to attack these young survivors of that sin massacre. We don't care about them. That's the small potatoes, okay? Just have a shoot. We don't care about that. There's only 14 dead people over there, okay? What's that got to do with Terry and her, uh... Cue! Right. Let's get to the important stuff, honey. Cut the crap. First, I've got some headlines to share with you. A major revolt in another republic... Yeah, Kurdistan. Anybody know where Kurdistan is on a map? No, we don't care. They're revolting anyway. Don't you hear those Kurds are revolting? See, this is what frosts my ass. You know, if the judge says he's going to... No, seriously. I understand on those press conferences and they show the microphones and the reporters getting impatient. Every press... Is there a press conference that has ever been held on time in the history of mankind? No. No. Every press conference has said, well, there's the 8,000 microphones and there's the podium and we're waiting. You know, it's like some kind of a game they play, you know, as if they, their watch don't work. But it would seem to me that a judge... Oh, and look at that. Look who's back. Rachel received more than $60,000 from the state of Georgia and law enforcement agencies. No, wait till a book and a miniseries and a movie comes out, the screenplay. Ah, just wait. You go, girl. And then she's probably going to, like, co-author a book with that uh, faker with that uh, power of positive, uh, negative, uh, whatever. Oh, God. When you get with it, the audience is, they're on the edge of their seats. We know where we stand. We don't. You're not standing there. You're sitting down, honey. So am I. Cut the crap. State judge in Florida on the last legal option for Terry Schiavo's parents and their supporters. He's the cube judge. standing by in Washington outside the U.S. Supreme Court. Bob now, Franken- now, why do we care about the U.S. Supreme Court? They already turned it down. Why talk about rehashing, huh? Well, they're just going to keep reminding them. Milk it. Yeah. They're milking it? Dulce de leche, baby. Last-minute uh, developments. The uh, judge here, Judge George Greer, yeah. has just made several decisions. The most important one is he has continued his denial 
of the state's efforts to try and take custody of Terry Schiavo. In other words, he continues to deny the ability to take custody. This oh. is one where the agents of the state agency were close by but uh, never made their move because of court action. That action remains in place. Secondly, he denied a petition that would allow access to probate records in which there were charges, very flimsy charges, according to many critics, of abuse on the part of Michael Schiavo and Terry Schiavo before she died. And lastly, he left one evidentiary hearing to go, and that is the one with oh. the neurologist, Dr. Cheshire, who was cited by Governor Bush yesterday. His analysis of Terry Schiavo's condition will be considered by the judge. Now, Dr. Cheshire is one who says that she is not in a persistent vegetative state, but she is in something less. That is evidence that would be provided that might be used if it was successful. And this, by the way, is the doctor who never examined her. Reinserting the feeding tube. But he has come under quite a bit of criticism, Dr. Cheshire. One because he only had a cursory examination of Terry Schiavo, and well, like two many are pointing out that he has had a long association with the so-called right-to-life movement. Ah. Most legal options begin seem to be beginning to run out as far as the family is concerned. The most devastating to them, the Supreme Court denial of... Uh, so, in other words, this, this still ain't over. It, it'll never be over. It's Even when they put him in story. a box. Huh? It's the never-ending story. Oh, God, I'm, I'm just worn out. I feel like I want to just lay down on the floor and just scream you fairy. over and over again. Okay, let's get some more ice cream on here. Let's get some more of these fantastic calls, and let's stop dilly-dallying. Let's not get sidetracked by this madness. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a Verizon and singular wireless line. We've been food intensive this week. Monday we did, uh, what, steaks? No. What did we do on Monday? Italian. Italian. Italian, yeah. Italiano. Italian steaks, pizza. Tuesday we did steaks. Yesterday we did the best pizza in the state, and today we're doing the best ice cream, period. Not just in the state, but anywhere. Best ice cream, your favorite. Oh, there's Pat Mahoney again. Oh, boy. Maybe he can elope with Mr. Ego, okay, and they can just uh, have a great life together. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, Pally. Good. Uh, as an atheist Democrat, I've done my part. As you always ask us to try to promote Chronic. the wisdom to the youth of America. I, I did a little experiment, and I sent mm. 60 pictures out to 60 different high school principals in the right. state of Florida. Yep. And in this picture, right, I got a picture. George Bush right. Sr., right, and it says prevent teen pregnancy, right, be responsible. This could happen to you. And I got a picture of Jeb and Bush Jr., you know, on the bottom of it. And you know, not one of those principals ever wrote me a letter back yet. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm trying to teach them what, you know. Help well, you keep trying, man. You keep working at it, okay? And don't call me again. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got a way you can um, befuddle these vanilla ice cream voters. Yes. Put, uh, I hate all ice cream on the pole, and then they won't know what to do. Yeah, there's probably, there probably is a small percentage of people that aren't ice cream people. That's that's a good idea. And, uh, you know, the... Aren't we at war? I mean, we're talking about docks and uh, vegetables and... Hey, you better get your priorities straightened out, mister. You better keep your eye on the... Cube! They used to say keep your eye on the ball. Now it's keep your eye on the... Cube! Right. And in closing, uh, hammer, you're wrong. Deal with it. <laughs> no, that thing is wrong 50% of the time. He was, uh, if you missed yesterday morning, that was a great performance. The humper just was emoting. It's a good thing he got that little uh, side trip to the Bahamas for a couple of days. Get him to calm down. Yeah, that definitely calmed him down. They sounded very mellow over there. He's plunging his guts on everything that moves. Uh, you know, is an oak tree. Is a, what, Which leaf is going to hit the ground first? Uh, that's it. They're having a wonderful time. And the Beast was playing quarters, Wheel of Fortune. What a pansy, man. Hey, Beast. You fairy. Silly person. Maybe he'll get lucky, too, over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Josh wants to tell us about how lucky he got in the Bahamas. Several I, times. In the same day, as a matter of fact. 
I don't know. Quite frankly, I'm not. I'm really not interested. I mean, you know, maybe that comes as a great shock to you. I'm not really all that interested in other people's uh, peccadillos. I just uh, no interest to in me. Okay, are you disappointed? Not really. I mean, Hank is very concerned about it, which I would be concerned about that, but I'm not concerned about it at all. Uh, favorite ice cream, Ben and Jerry's Fish Food, 107. Hallelujah. There is a God, and he is... Oh, God! Can you imagine how many more votes it would have had if those people that I turned on to uh, Fish Food wouldn't have croaked already? Sorry, I apologize. Vanilla, 91. Way down to chocolate, 50. Oh, so boring. Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia, 42. And you know something? I hate to tell you this. But of all the Ben and Jerry's flavors, that one, oh, you know what it is? Because they also make a frozen yogurt. Do you ever get the frozen yogurt instead of the ice cream? Yeah. The frozen yogurt, when you put pop it in the microwave and you nuke it a little bit, uh, it tends to be a little on the watery side. Ooh. Not good. Well, that anyway. Nuke thing. Yeah, I think that happens when you nuke it. Like, what? Have you ever nuked fish food? No. You never nuked For 48 cream. seconds? I don't nuke ice cream. Well, you're an idiot. That's the way to enjoy it, okay? That's why you can't eat gallons of it at a time like I can. You nuke it, man. It gets just to that right creamy consistency, and it just goes down so great. And I guarantee you right now, fish food never gets watery, okay? Real great ice cream does not get watery. And you want to know why? Because it doesn't have a high water content. Anyway, unlike haagen which is swill... Butter pecan, 37. Ben & Jerry's New York Super Fudge Chug, Chunk, Chug, 33. Cookie Dough, 33. Oh, this is Rocky Road, 31. Pistachio, 23. Strawberry, 17. Put one on there. I hate ice cream, please. Okay. haagen okay. Dual City Leche, 17. Watery. Your eyes will... Heat Bar Crunch, 13. Rum Raisin, 13. Coffee, 12. Yeah. Well, Ben & Jerry and haagen also makes just a plain coffee ice cream. As opposed to Starbucks that makes 87 different flavors of coffee, and nobody so far other than one even cares about them. Ben & Jerry's Coffee Toffee Crunch. Now, there is an ice cream. That's got 12. And you know something? That one won't get watery unless you nuke it too long, which uh, you ought to be shot if you do that. No, that will not get watery. Well, Have you ever had Ben & Jerry's Coffee Toffee Crunch? Nope. No? Nope. And what about you? No. I have such an utter feeling of helplessness and dismay and despair, yeah? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about ice cream with a couple of, of novices, a couple of beginners. It's ice cream. Oh. We don't have enough time in our day to be trying all these different kinds of ice cream. You're cream. full of crap. <laughs> Cookies and cream, 11. Yeah, yeah, you guys really have no time in your day. Give me a break while you're busy chasing Josh's mother around the hallway there. I heard about it. Shame on you. Edie's chocolate peanut butter, 9. Briar's Oreo, 9. By the way, it's a nice scam she's got there. She's on the payroll. She don't do nothing. Cold Stone Cake Batter Ice Cream is 7. You know something? That that sounds so disgustingly good. I just, I don't know. I mean, my blood sugar probably just went up 50 points. Does that sound really good? Yes, it does. I don't know if it is, but, boy, that sounds, as opposed to cookie dough. You know, cookie dough doesn't even sound good. No. Does it? Oh, man, it sounds nasty. It's You know what it's like? It's like, now, you know the cookies that you buy frozen, the frozen thing, you slice them and you put them on the pan, you put them in the oven? Yeah, cookie dough. Right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's like eating that raw before you put it in the oven. Right. It's, it's like a kid's ice cream, because I used to eat cookie dough as a kid, you know. Ah! Whatever. Fair. Nestle's Turtle 7. Nice going, eh? Ben & Jerry's Half-Baked 5. Ben & Jerry's Car... Car... What is it? Caramel Sutra 5. I just don't like the way it's spelled there. Neapolitan 5. Starbucks Mud Pie 4. Briar Score 4. 4 Score. Oh, you get that. And I'm telling you, the best is the um, Eskimo Pies with Score Ice Cream. Mm. Ben and Jerry's Everything But the Three. See, I guess it's supposed to be like Everything But the Kitchen Sink. You follow right. that? Whatever. But they didn't have room on the label. Uh, three. Ben and Jerry's Chocolate Therapy One. Strawberry Cheesecake One. Publix Turtle One. 
I hate ice cream. Just went on there. Ben and Jerry's concession obsession don't have any. And Edie's Coney Island none. Not a lot of votes for Edie's ice cream today, you know? They used to bring us Edie's all the time, but quite frankly, yeah. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Um, I know it's uh, kind of similar to the butter pecan, but uh, pralines and cream from... Oh, man, don't, hey, don't knock that short. I love pralines and cream. Oh, terrific. man. Uh, also, while George is gone, I'm really enjoying you... Uh, Taking these boys to school, it's uh, pretty amazing. <laughs> Talk about a couple of greenhorns, man. It's uh, really something. Well, be it Vegas or be it nuking uh, ice cream. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I was sitting in the car waiting to go into the gym listening to you talk about putting ice cream under the hot water. And, you know, it just makes you feel like a little bit good after being such a pig. Yeah, Keep you it see, up. You, you've done it, right? Oh, absolutely. There you go. Well, congratulations, Pally. I'll see you down under. Six feet under. Have, have a great day. Yeah, we're, we're pigs. We're going to die from it. But in the meantime, at least we can relate. See, I tell these stories, and you guys think, oh, man, what a cow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, hey, look, I mean, that's me. I can't help it. I'm addicted to sugar. I'm addicted to candy and ice cream. That's it, ice cream and candy. Can't... I used to be addicted to pasta and ice cream, but I can't eat the pasta because it, it sends my, ice cream, my blood sugar soaring. And as much as I love pasta, and I really do, I, I pretty much save my trips to Italy for the pasta binges. But ice cream, now, that's a whole different story. Now, could you eat pasta if you cut down on ice cream? Of course not. What did I just get through saying to you? Pasta gets me, my blood sugar just soaring. Let me say it again, like I tried to tell you yesterday. When you're going to be fat and diabetic, which you will be if you don't cut the crap, you cannot eat pasta. Can you imagine not being able to enjoy pasta, no. pizza, no. ice cream, no. candy, no. cookies, cake, no. all, of no. these all of these things, things huh? And then after you do enough of this bad stuff to yourself, they start feeding it through a... Phew! That's right. <laughs> and i got news for you. None of us are going to get the governor intervening on our behalf. I nope. You can bet your life on that. Not that fat-ass, hard-ass. Well, you, you know something? I, dis I dislike him. See, the brother, as dangerous as he is because he's got his finger on the button and because he's uh, what he is, but the brother can't help it. You know, that's what he is. But the fat-ass governor, I, I just despise him a thousand times worse than even his brother, than any of them. And keep in mind that your fat-ass governor is a member of PNAC, the Project for New American Century, which even though he tries to put on his goody-two-shoes face to the public, he is really extraordinarily dangerous, devious, and dangerous, as opposed to his brother, who is dumb, devious, and dangerous. And he's got some devious plans. 1214 at 560 WQAM. Hey, after all of this time, there's still some of you out there a little bit nervous about buying a mattress over the phone. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, the number for dial a mattress, you'll find out they got the most liberal exchange policy, so there's no risk. Did you know that 1-800-MATTRESS has got more repeat customers than anybody else going? So once you try it, you'll never, ever go back to a showroom again. You'll get no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, no ripoffs, just the best factory direct prices on the best brands you know and love. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be calling the company ranked number one in customer satisfaction. And whatever brand you like, I'm talking about the top brands in the world, they have them all. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempervedic, and Stearns, and Bananas Foster. And I don't care what J uh, Josh says, Bananas Foster is good stuff. You're full of it. And now dial mattress offers no payments or interest till 2006. So call dial mattress toll-free at 1-800-MATTRESS for all the details. Mo and George and Miguel and Fatboy and, of course, yours truly for years. Satisfied dial mattress customers, and I guarantee you, you will be too. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now or log on to their website, mattress.com, for a stupendous night's sleep every night for months and years to come. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively. On 560 QAM. Suck it in and hold it.
Abu Dhabi. Are your days over? Because they made us put Iraqi strip. Rumsfeld. You still have to explain what they did. They thought it was funny to make a naked human pyramid. I think it's kind of wacky what they did to those Iraqis. You fairy. They made the prisoners break up by putting them in makeup. So you want them to tell you again it's a bad way? Rumsfeld, we're so tired of watching these news clips. Rumsfeld, we might have to give you a pink slip. Rumsfeld. You fairy. Twenty past noon at five sixty. W. Crim. So the judge, Judge Greer, says, uh, DCF. Uh, uh-uh, uh. Don't take her. Don't touch her. Get the hell out of there. Can't have custody of Terry. But this uh, fake doctor, this right to life phony baloney doctor, is going to come in and say, Oh well, she's minimally conscious and she's not really in a vegetative state, even though she's in Florida and et cetera and so on. So that, it, it just never ends. There's always like one more piece to the puzzle. You know. It's like, it's like the stress and angst and trauma that goes on at QAM. It's the same thing. Every time you think, finally, nothing else can possibly happen, and it does. Although I will tell you this, everything's going really hunky-dory, peachy in Iraq. It's going, as Bob Schieffer would say, okie-dokie. The students had begun to lay out their picnic for their uh, picnic in the spring sunshine when the men attacked. There were dozens of them armed with guns, and they poured into the park. Ali al-Zawi, al- al- 21, the engineering student who organized the gathering in Basra, said, a picnic. I guess life in Iraq isn't a picnic. They started shouting at us that we were immoral, that we were meeting boys and girls together and playing music, and that was against Islam. They began shooting in the air, and people screamed. Then, with one order, they began beating us with their sticks and rifle butts. Two students were said to have been killed. Well, that'll teach them to have a picnic, right? Standing over them as the blows rained down was a man who gave the order, dressed in dark clerical garb and wearing a black turban. Ali recognized him immediately as a follower of Muqtada al-Sadr, the radical Shia cleric. Uh, uh, cleric. Ali realized then that the armed men were members of al-Sadr's Mehdi Army, a private militia that fought American forces last year and is now enforcing its own firebrand version of Islam. The picnic had run foul of the Islamist powers and increasingly the whole sway in the fly-blown southern city where religious militias rule the streets, forcing women to don the veil and closing down shops that sell alcohol or music. In the election in January, the battle between secular and religious forces in Basra came down to the ballot box. The main Shia alliance triumphed with 70% of the province's vote, most of the rest going to a secular rival. That victory has brought to a head the issue of whether Iraq's new constitution will adopt Islamic law or Sharia as most religious Shia leaders desire. In Basra, however, Islamic militias already are beginning to apply their own version of that law without authority from above or any challenge from the police. Students say that there was nothing spontaneous about the attack. Police were guarding the picnic in the park, as is customary at any large public gathering, but allowed the armed men in without any resistance. One brought a video camera to record the sinful spectacle of the picnic, footage of which was later released to the public as a warning to others. It showed images of one girl struggling as a gunman ripped her blouse off, leaving her half naked. We'll send these pictures to your parents so they can see how you were dancing naked with men, a gunman told her. Two students who went to her aid were shot, one in the leg of the other twice in the stomach. The latter was said to have died of his injuries. 
Fellow students say that the girl later committed suicide. Another girl who was severely beaten around the head lost her sight. But other than that, things are going... Oh, we're fine. Going to Iraq, baby. Everything's going great. All right. It's, it's worth it, you know what? Oh, yeah. It's well worth it. I'm really disappointed. I'm bummed out about this poll today. I thought this... You know, I've been holding this one off as kind of the last in this uh, group of polls on food. And I thought this would be the frosting on the cake. This would be exciting because there's so many really fabulous, bizarre. You know, years ago, it was. It was vanilla, chocolate, uh, butter pecan, uh, strawberry, Neapolitan. That was it. That was ice cream many, many moons ago, back in the day. But now, like when you go into the supermarket, there's 80 zillion kinds of ice cream in a freezer, right? There is. Or like when you go to Bastard Robbins or you go to like a really good ice cream joint, which they are. Uh, and they got like tubs and tubs and all these neat and stiffy and fantastic and wild and great tasting flavors that do a tans uh, 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 Kazatsky on your taste buds. What? I'm telling you. Jesus. I mean, not look, everybody it, enjoys ice cream like you do. Well, why not? What the hell's wrong with you? They don't you don't lasagna, it? that's why. I love lasagna. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? All right. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm like you. I'm really just getting tired of hearing about this. I live on the West Coast. I live like 10 miles away from a parent's house. And just the other day, I, my wife didn't believe me. I, we drove over there. And what makes me more sick about the whole thing is the score of people that are lined up outside these people's houses with candles and singing all night long. I mean, yeah. if, I, if I was a neighbor, I would probably be shooting. I mean, but there's like 10 cops out there, you know, making sure no disturbances happen. I mean... I just can't believe the line of people that are so... Shoot them in the leg. Yeah. They, they're psychotic, dude. You know, they're sitting out there singing Jesus songs all night long, and mm. they got their kids out there. You know, kids don't need to be involved in this kind of stuff. You know, I just... I, I pity us in this state, man. I, I really do. <laughs> I moved from Fort Lauderdale over to the West Coast to get away from sick, crazy people, and now they're all coming over here. I mean... I'm sorry, man. It's getting crazy, bro. Good luck to you, Pally. I'll Thanks, pay for man. you. Okay. I'll, I'll sing a song and I'll say a prayer for her. I'll light a candle, okay? Just like the Christophers used to do. I'll light a candle. It's better and uh, what, what they used to have a slogan. It's better than cursing the darkness to light just one candle. Or you can light a candle and curse the darkness. How do you like that? Like that girl in Iraq. She's probably cursing the darkness now, I would think. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Hey, Neil, you know, I punch my guts out over at uh, Coconut Creek and uh, Hard Rock once in a while. And do you really think that that many people are going to actually go to the dog track that many more now or High Lie for just because of the slots? Do you think it's going to change the attendance that much? Yes. Well, let me ask you this. If they didn't have gambling at the Hard Rock, how many people would be there? Nobody. Okay. Thanks for answering your question. I mean, Josh would be there because he goes there to get drunk. (laughs) Right. And cruise the joint, you know, and maybe get lucky or not, you know. Definitely. There you go. He likes, uh, you know, some of them little Indian princesses is what he likes. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. You fairy. Pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless lines. Yeah, no, nobody's going to come out. And see, again, people talking about what they don't know, but in this case, he does know. He already does know because obviously he's been out there. He's been to the engines. He sees that it's packed with people. If he took the gambling out, how many people would be there like all week? About 30, man. And they'd all be engines. Come on. Get with it. Stop being... Uh, see, this is Florida. Negative. Negative. Anything's going to do any good. No, if your governor and the legislature have anything to do with it, it's gonna, they're, they're killing it before it even gets out of the water if they have their way. Now, thankfully, it looks like the state senate might like uh, intercede there and prevent them from just butchering this whole thing up. I, I think if anybody deserves to be impeached besides his brother, the president, I think your fat-ass governor ought to be impeached. 
the class size amendment, this uh, business that's going on right now, trying to like overrule the courts uh, and then trying to overrule, subvert the will of the public on the on the slot of the referendum. Uh, th- this man has committed more impeachable offenses. He's a, he's a madman. He's above the law. Come on. Is that what it is? Yeah. And in the people of the state of Florida, they they look at oh Jeb Jeb he never stole a freight train uh, yeah right and he's got that lovely family too <laughs> crazy person WQAM hello WQAM hello gentlemen hello hello yes sir Neil yep how are you sir pretty good what's going oh uh, not doing? much you know who needs to be uh, starved to death rather than Terry Shibo Christy Alley. Yeah, that's a good idea. At least you're still on this planet, you know? I'll tell you one thing, working a hell of a lot better than Jenny Craig. Absolutely. You know that church and all that's in the uh, studio? I think it's Josh. Okay, 5670560. What did he say? What? He said you're a hell of a guy. Pound 560 on the Verizon and Singer. He said there's a turd smell in the studio. Right. I was talking about the elephants and the uh, swap shops. All of a sudden, I decided see. that you're a real hell of a guy. You turd. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Amy, how you doing, buddy? All right, Pally. Oh, all right, I got a... Can I put two on the pole? Two flavors. We haven't had a flavor since uh, Lincoln was a baby. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a Ben & Jerry's Chubby Hubby. Chubby Hubby. I've uh, had that. Okay, you do yeah. And uh, how about a Haagen-Dazs Brownie Batter? Brownie Batter? Yeah, it's real I good, man. I think only the Brownie Hounds are into that one. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Look how far pa- past I am on the break now, see? You're late, man. The pressure is, is just uh, mounting. All about that damn Q. That's what it is. Can't handle it. On 560 The League of Retarded Citizens will perform their rendition of Green Onions. Don't make fun. They work very hard for this. Four twenty-six to one at WQAM. <laughs> George will be here tomorrow. Yep. Now you saw George at Treasure Island last night. How's the little fella doing? He's doing just fine. That's good. Anyway, you know they always say water seeks its own level. Donald Trump, Michael Jackson, slime balls. What do Wayne Newton, Celine Dion, and Michael Jackson have in common? Ask this story on um, AP. If Donald Trump and his partners have their way, they all will have a resident performing gig in Las Vegas on their resumes. Trump's Las Vegas partners have been courting Jackson to perform at the New Frontier Hotel and Casino, Us Weekly Magazine, be saying. New Frontier owner Phil Ruffin and partner Jack Wishna have reportedly spoken to representatives of Jackson about a long-term residency. Oh, he can bring all the little kids up there and uh, drink that Jesus juice. How many months ago was it, Josh, that I read that story from the Inquirer about that villa he's got behind one of the casinos in Vegas? And he was bringing all the little kids in there with the Jesus juice and cans. Remember that? Yes. Months and months and months ago. Trump and Ruffin are partners in Trump International Hotel and Tower, which is being built beyond the new frontier. Everything I do is the best, and everything Phil Ruffin does is the best, and this would be no exception. The magazine quotes Trump as saying, well, I think he's got a point. Michael Jackson is the best pedophile going. Jackson's spokeswoman, Raymond K. Bain, didn't immediately return a call from the AP for comment. 
There will be a morals clause in the contract, Wishner told us. He added that Jackson would draw more than the $80 million Celine Dion grossed in 2004. She continues to perform at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Newton is touring the country. Jackson has in the past reportedly been interested in performing in Vegas. The singer is a frequent visitor to the city where his parents and sister Latoya live and where he has like a, his own personal little villa. I think it's the Mirage, I do believe, if my memory is correct. His own personal little villa back there where he allegedly took the kids with their Jesus juice. <laughs> and, of course, being Good Friday tomorrow, wouldn't it be a good day for some Jesus juice? Oh, it would. I do like Welch's grape juice. See, you can't have that either. You can't have fruit juice when you're diabetic. So it's pure sugar. Is there anybody who doesn't love Welch's grape juice? Real cold, you know, chilled. Mm. I, like, I like the white grape juice. Yeah, that's uh, that's good, but not like the uh, grape grape juice. Mm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. The good news is fish food seems to at the moment have. Look at that! Open up a nice twenty-two vote lead. Oh, let's hear it. WQAM. Hello. Neil, how are you? Pretty good. Hey, listen, I don't know if anybody got this to you already because I missed some of the show, but I think I the, the Shivo thing. I figured it out. Yeah. She's going to die tomorrow because good it's Friday. Good Friday. Never thought about that. Good Friday, man. And Jeb is going to put the tube in post-mortem on Easter Sunday. <laughs> and she's going to come back. <laughs> All right. It is the second coming of, of something Terry. on Easter. Hallelujah. And then April 13, she's going to be having lunch at Rosa Lopez's house in Hollywood with the Virgin Mary. How do you like that? And the frying pan. Did you see she's selling that? Yeah, I see. I, we had that tea foul, yeah. Only, only, only in the state, I tell you. Hey, um, in America, in, baby. In closing, uh, yes. you know, I'm a simpleton with ice cream, but uh, Tin Roof Sunday from Farm Stores. Farm yeah. Stores Tin Roof Sunday. Okay, it's a little pedestrian, but we'll put it on there for you. How do you like that? Farm Stores Tin Roof Sunday. How many votes do you think that's going to get? Oh! Huh? Well, that's okay. He's entitled to his opinion. At least he's not one of the... At least Tin Roof Sunday is more exciting than vanilla, you know? Maybe. Although, what, what is it made with? Maybe it's vanilla. Yeah. No, not maybe. Definitely. See, I, I hate to say this to you, but any kind of an ice cream, just it leaves me limp. What's the deal, you know? And like I've told you so many times before, if you want to be a real kind of swear like yours truly, if you want to have good food instead of just eating the swill that all the other slobs out there eat, I mean, you know, it's one thing to be a fat slob with good taste. Another thing just to be a pedestrian fat slob. Anybody can do that. What about French vanilla? But any time you eat something that requires a whole bunch of... French vanilla is the same crap, just a little slightly different flavor. It's a little uh, uh, any, will you listen to me? I'm listening. Very, muy importante. Okay. Anytime you eat something that requires a whole bunch of other stuff to be slathered on it, uh-uh, ain't good stuff. Just like you said the other day, when yeah, I said that they bring steak yeah. sauce, you said, oh, this is so good, you don't have to have steak sauce. Remember that? You're, yes, correct. You go into Ruth's Chris, you ask for a steak sauce, they give you a look like, oh, are you uh, kidding me? What are you, some kind of a slob? <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll give you all, like a gallon of steak sauce through a tube. Yeah. yeah. It'll come out of the ceiling and just smear right down on your plate. And the same thing with French fries. If you didn't have salt and mayonnaise like they do in Amsterdam or uh, um, uh, ketchup. Now, there are, I, I will admit that there are people who eat fries naked, you know, with nothing on them. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, unsalted? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, no, get no, out of no. here. You're so full of it. Yeah, but salt is like on you got to pour salt and pepper on it. No. It's a given. If you have to pour salt on it. It has no taste. Same thing with, like, mashed potatoes. What's mashed potatoes without gravy? You just don't like potatoes, obviously. No, you're, 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 you're absolutely wrong. I can't eat potatoes because it's pure carbohydrates, being diabetic. And if I'm going to cheat... You see, you have Not to make potatoes. your choices in life, okay? You have to make your choices. Okay. And when you're fat or when you're fat and diabetic, you know, you, everybody cheats. I don't care what you say. Nobody's perfect except maybe Terry. But everybody's cheating. 
So you have to make intelligent choices. If I'm going to go out today, am I going to go out and get like go to Wendy's and get a baked potato with like cheese and chives? I mean, I like that and sour cream. I like potatoes. In fact, you know, I like a lot potato skins. Yummy. I mean, you go into all these floozy bars and places. You probably like uh, you know get potato skin appetizers, right? Right. Good. Good bacon, stuff. Little cheese. Good. Yeah. Good. Stuff. Oh yeah. Schmear on some of that sour cream. Good stuff. But again, it has to have accoutrements on it. So that uh, that tells you about it. feels good. Like, it, who cares what's on it? If it's good, it's good. I didn't say it wasn't good. You didn't let me finish. But vanilla ice cream without... You see, at least at least the potato skins, or even a baked potato. Oh, you, you can't have a baked potato. potato. You can't have a baked potato without butter, though, can you? No. No. It's dry. Yeah, it's too dry. Yeah, very dry. And butter and sour cream and maybe chives, see? And bacon. And bacon bits. And, of course, some melted cheddar cheese would be good in there, too, like at Wendy's. There you go. What? No, I, you see, you think I don't like potatoes. You're absolutely wrong. But potatoes are bad. Well, what you, for you only like a baked potato, though? You don't no, like? No, I don't like fries. But I like uh, I like uh, I don't like hash browns. What are those other kind of fry, uh, potatoes they have at breakfast? What do they call those? Hash browns. No, not hash browns. Oh, tater tots. No, not ta oh, tater tots. Jeez, no, oh God, tater tots. Oh no. But do you like mashed potatoes? You don't like mashed. I, I don't eat them, but I do like mashed potatoes with gravy. Huh? With gravy. Do you now have you now mashed potatoes out of a box? Fair. That's yeah, yeah. that's for the ultimate goyim is mashed potatoes out of a box. Terrible. In fact, I would I would tell you right now the same people who love vanilla ice cream they love mashed taters out of a box. Uncle Ben. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Ah. Good morning, Americans. It's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Pepe and Carlos had been lost in the desert for weeks and were at death's door as they stumbled on, hoping for salvation in the form of an oasis or something similar. They suddenly spied through the heat of the haze a tree in the distance. As they got closer, they could see that the tree was draped with rasher upon rasher of bacon. There was smoked bacon, crispy bacon, life-giving, juicy, nearly raw bacon of all sorts. Oh, my, Peppy, Carlos said, it's a bacon tree. We're saved. You're right, said Peppy. So Peppy goes on ahead and runs up to the tree, salivating at the prospect of food. But as he gets to within five feet of the tree, there's the sound of machine gun fire, and he is shot down in a hail of bullets. Carlos quickly drops down on the sand and calls across to his dying friend, Pepe. Pepe, what on earth happened? With his dying breath, Pepe calls out, Run! It's not a bacon tree. It's a hambush. Paul Harvey. Good day. 1247, 13 to 1, a QM. Kind of cute. cute. I love those. They are great. Uh, five people say they hate ice cream. Now, see, that's not very many. Out of about 700 votes or whatever we got, only five say they hate ice cream. And, of course, in this crowd, uh, no matter what it is, uh, I hate life. You know, whatever you ask, there's always that little element there. They hate everything and everybody, including themselves. 5670560. See, and, and generally speaking, with all these zillion flavors that are out there, it indicates to me that there's a real ice cream problem in South Florida and maybe in the entire state. The only good thing, the, the saving grace we've had so far is that nobody has mentioned Carvel or the old DQ, the Dairy Queen. You fairy! WQAM, hello. Uh, yeah, Richard calling from Miami. Yes, Richard, how are you doing? Excellent. What do you um, Cold call? I beg your this, par pardon? Is this, is this Neil? Yes, it is. Oh, hey, uh, the Gorvidal guy. Yeah. 
Well, just calling uh, to say hello. Love your show. Haven't called it in over a year. Still listening, and you're the best. Okay, thanks, Richard. That was uh, really worthwhile. Wow. Uh, WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, got a couple calls ago. Stole my By the way, the Gorvidal guy is still listening. He still thinks I'm the best. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got a couple calls ago. Stole my thunder with Chevy Hubby. Yeah. That's an awesome flavor, and that's what made me what I am today. Yeah, Chubby. Uh, yeah, you got it. Um, and the, with the casino gambling, do you know if there is smoking allowed in the paramutuals? No. I'll go there. I took my wife to the Hard Rock once, and we just reeked. It's awful. Yeah, no, yeah. In we'll fact, never uh, go back there. I, I don't know any of that. I, I don't know in Vegas what they've done, to be honest with you, because I haven't been to Vegas in a few years, but... Uh, any casino that I could, like Woodbine, there's no smoking allowed in there. They, they oh, have places where you can go outside and you know and, and smoke, but not inside. Yeah, we tried to go to a restaurant at the Hard Rock last week and called them up and asked if they were smoking, and they said, yeah, because they're on the reservation. Oh, yeah, because they want you to smoke all those cancer sticks that they're peddling yep. there, of course. You right, so that'll keep us far away. Good good choice, Pally. Good luck. All right. Hundred bucks out. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty and you know it's really amazing after all this time and I, I don't want to hear about it because it's very ponderous and boring. Even Miguel, who was at the Hard Rock and played the uh, slots there, even he doesn't understand it. He can't explain how they work. I I don't know. Well, how's that? How's that possible? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, and like I said, well, first you got to play bingo against the other people, and then you get to spin. Uh, well, what what does that mean? I mean, every play, every pull, you got to go through no, a little bingo game. It's got to no. take you forever. That doesn't make any sense. I don't buy that. Well, you were there. I didn't have to wait for anybody. I put in some quarters and I got some money back. You put in some quarters and you got some money back. Yeah. Oh. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is this Neil? Sounds like Neil. All right. Hey, we just opened the Cremolita ice cream shop. Yes. Here in the Victoria Park shop. It's off Federal Highway. Okay. And could you, is that, the, the poll's about ice cream today, right? Right. It's great, incredible fat-free ice cream. You're talking about flavors. We've got all kinds of flavors. No sugar added, low carb. Now, that no sugar added, low carb, that doesn't have all that sorbitol and stuff in it. I'm sure it does. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. We have a, the low carb has, has sucrose. No! Oh, man. Call Mr. Whipple real quick. Bring us some ice cream. Well, yeah. come down and see us. Come well, down and see you, us, Neil. Why don't you bring some ice cream over to the station? I'm sure that Josh and Miguel will give you, like, rave reviews, even if they don't like it. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, let me put you on hold. Maybe you can bring some ice cream in tomorrow. They can wash down those ribs with it. Wouldn't that be good for dessert? Absolutely. Okay, I'll put that guy on hold on one, Josh. See what you can scam out of him. I mean, uh, you know. Well, no, he's pretty far away, right? Right. U.S. 1, and where did he say? He said Victoria Park, I think, no? Oh, boy. But uh, well, what difference does it make? They, they, it's for, in fact, you won't have to nuke it. <laughs> you yeah. down by the time get you can here. just get a straw and suck it out of a cube. Right. The guy's on one, by the way, Josh. Just uh, handle him, please. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Just uh, blow him off. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a Verizon singular wireless. Now, what a guy wants a little free plug, and why not? The power of the show, huh? We made fish food number one. We made pizza loft number one before they turned on us like a cornered rat. And you know what? That's fine. That's okay. We still got Brad and Tony's right there bringing food anytime we want. Yes. See, it's one thing about us. If you decide all of a sudden you don't like us or we're not friendly enough or we don't kiss your ass, uh, that's okay. We, you know, it's the way it goes. We just move on. It's like these people are call. I'm never going to listen to you again. Okay. Hey, have a great life. Good luck to you. And, of course, they never mean that. I, I, I don't think there's anybody who ever called this show in all these years I've been on the air nearly. About 30, man. 
right. in this town who ever said, I'm done with you, or faxed in, you know, and they're there. Of course. And then, of course, they think you got that convenient Alzheimer's that you're going to forget, or maybe they have it. And then all of a sudden, they either call in, you recognize the voice, or here comes the fax again. Like uh, Fat Boy's uh, boyfriend neighbor there, his ex-neighbor, Dave Friedman. Hey, Dave. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Two items, Neil. Yes, item, sir. Item number one having to do with the slots. Did you hear the bill that has come out of committee on the slots? They want to keep them, uh, what do you sir, call I them? Talk, I talked about that earlier this morning. They yeah, want to about they class want to keep two. class two, like the Indians yeah. are, yes. And the it's other race. thing is, uh, you remember Furs and Blodgett came out about the same time that Hagen dazs came out the first time? Uh, another funny bologna Scandinavian ice cream, but it was very, very tasty. I'm a big fan of butter pecan, and they had the absolute best butter pecan in the whole world. Also, okay. what? Whatever happened to chicken tonight? It was a great thing, uh, easy to work with chicken and do it, and they just disappeared off the grocery store shelves. I'll be so, well, we'll do an investigation. And we'll, ta well, we'll take our QAM investigative team, and we'll uh, <laughs> send them out to uh, check that out. You know, another product that I don't know if it's still around. It, it was, I don't want to say it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Dick Cavett used to advertise it, so it couldn't have been too good. Top shelf. Do you remember that stuff? They used to have, like, in a box, not frozen, but like lasagnas and pasta, and it was in a, in a box. And you'd open up the box, it'd be like a little foil container, and you'd put it in there and you'd nuke it just before you nuked your uh, ice cream. You never heard of that, Top Shelf? No. No. Like I said, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. We better get the beast on his show tomorrow with the George and, uh, and Josh, because at least he knows about slots. <laughs> hey, he was playing quarters this morning. He won 160 bucks. See, Hank is teaching him the fast way, and you know, only talk about when you're winning. He won 160 bucks, and maybe that was like in the last five minutes. Maybe before that, he lost about six thousand. Who knows? But his folks got the big bucks. Makes no difference. WQAM, hello. Neil Scott. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Long Pretty time good, no pal. Listen, I'm still cracking up from two hours ago when you said that doctor who looked at her chart, Terry Sivo. And he said he's ready. She's ready to do a tap dance. Yeah. I mean. That's what he said. The, didn't you hear the brother? The brother said she's vibrant. She's alive and she's vibrant. He said Speaking that of vibrant, Neil, you sound like you're in rare form these days. Yes, I am. And have a great day. That's one of the chronics. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. WQAM, hello. Can you remove my feeding tube? Yeah. WQAM. Oh, we oh yeah, I'll come for that. Yeah, Prozac Ron wants us to remove his feeding. Cute. Oh, yeah. We have a long line at your house, Ron. Volunteers for that. We'd be fighting over it. Just like those crazy right-to-life crowd over there are screaming and hollering and trying to, you know, water her like a plant. In fact, doesn't that prove that she's in a vegetative state? What do you do when you sprinkle water on something? Isn't it usually like a plant? You're listening to me, Neil Rogers, exclusively on 560 QAM. The one to two hour. He likes to set up common people. He likes to frame the common people. Absolutely. Officer Furman, driving through Brentwood at night with a glove in his bag. His evidence bag waits at the Bronco, opens the window to leave a few drops on the floor. A smudge on the door, Officer Mark Furman, where did that blood come from? 
Officer Mark Berman, he dropped the bloody glove. Simpson and Cato, back from a burger and fries at a restaurant near. A noise in the rear, OJ is napping, dropping his socks near the bed, but there's somebody there. Planting some hair, Officer Mark Furman, where did that love come from? Officer Mark Furman, drop the bloody glove. Speaking of that, it's maybe the Florida judge, Judge Greer over there, said, uh-uh, the DCF can't take Terry, but... He's going to still rule on the doctor's revision of his previous medical opinion. One doctor. doctor. Huh? One, One doctor. doctor who gave like a minimal. He took a look and said, oh, look at that. She's going to get up into a Kazatsky any second, I can tell. Who happens to be one of these right-to-life uh, fanatical people, so his, uh, you know, his credi- credibility uh, on a scale of zero is minus infinity. Now, Rector Howard, speaking of great food and fast food joints, would like this story. Wendy's chili is not made out of people. Well, it is, but just a little bit. It says, San Jose, California. Santa Clara County health officials confirmed yesterday that the thing a woman bit on when enjoying her chili at a Montgomery Highway Wendy's was, in fact, a human finger. They're not sure whose it was. It had to be Rutger Hauer who put it there. It was about an inch and a half with a longish, nicely groomed nail. Oh, that's nice. And while it gave the woman, Anna Ayala, 39 of Vegas, a bad case of the willies, it likely caused no physical illness, officials said. She bit into it. That's because the finger was safely cooked, simmering along 170 degrees with more traditional chili ingredients such as tomato, beef, and beans. Well, the beans might have been worse, yeah. Yeah. It was her first visit to a Wendy's. I'm more of a Carl's Jr. person, she said Thursday night. Suddenly something crunchy was in my mouth, and I spit it out. After much examination, she and her table mates realized just what the special ingredient was, and then the vomiting commenced. <laughs> oh, no. That's what it says. Oh, no. No, Police and county health officials were called to the Wendy's, but no one there was missing any digits. Anybody missing a digit? We had every kind of show. They had us. We had everyone show us they had ten fingers, and everything was okay there, said Ben Gale, director of the county's Department of Environmental Health. In confirming it was a finger, the county medical examiner also found that it wasn't badly decomposed and had a solid set of fingerprints. Conceivably, officials said, police could lift the print and perhaps match it to a partially fingered person through a database and then ask, what happened? For now, officials figure, since it was a jagged cut, it may have happened on a meat grinder. Oh, nice. In any case, the county shut the Wendy's for a while and impounded all the remaining chili and all the ingredients used to make it, which is whipped up on site. They hope to track all the fixings to try to find the source of the finger. It is, of course, possible it was planted by someone who wants to cash in on a gross-out civil suit. That certainly is plausible, said medical examiner Joseph O'Hara. But then where would she have gotten the finger? And how could she have cooked it? All involved say they've never experienced anything like it, and Wendy's spokesman Bob Bertini said, never in a fast food chain's 35 years has a body part showed up in a food. Wendy's founder, Dave Thomas, always used to say, quality is our recipe. Says, maybe so, but they might want to rejigger the chili recipe. I've oh, at least it was a quality too. finger. Huh? I've eaten their chili, too. No more. Ne- oh, come on. Why? Because because this woman in San Jose, California, found a finger in her chili, and therefore you're not eating it no more? Well, actually, yeah, I, I would like to... Do that lawsuit myself. Oh, I see. Well, chop off one of Maddie Bell's fingers and uh, stick it in there. A good idea. Five six seven oh five sixty, or maybe Gary Sarner would be good. At least it'll be kosher anyway. You have to cook it first. Pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. We're asking, what's your favorite ice cream today? Ben and Jerry's fish food, numero uno, hundred and twenty-seven. Vanilla, he says with a heavy heart, is a close second with one oh six. 
WQAN, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Uh, uh, breaking news, Terry woke up and said, put the tube back in. I'm dying over here. Yeah. Uh, pretty creative, huh? Pretty uh, heavy duty Very stuff. original. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I have a question because you get such a great investigative team. How come we're not charging more money to the Saudis for grain, corn, flour, wheat? Hey, you better don't be picking on our buddies, pal. You, you better get with it. We're not charging more on the Saudis. That's the Bush uh, family's uh, business partners. Are you crazy? What's wrong with you, man? You better wake up and start sniffing the, uh, the schmatas. Five six seven oh five sixty. Speaking of sniffing the schmatas, this is kind of a disgusting story since we just did the one about the finger in your chili. Bring it on. Meet Daniel Madrill, a 39-year-old Florida teacher is facing voyeurism charges for climbing into a school gymnasium ceiling so he allegedly could peer at a 20-year-old female gym teacher into the adjacent girls' locker room and showers. From his overhead perch, Madrill, the golf coach at Dolores S. Parrott Middle School, may also have watched two female students ages 11 and 13 undress, according to the affidavit. When the gym teacher spotted Madrill climbing down from the ceiling, she asked what he was doing. Madrill claimed that he was planning to scare them by throwing a basketball into her office. The only problem was Madrill, who was arrested last Friday, did not have a basketball in his hands. Now, I had a great line I could use with that, but back in the day I could say it. I better not now. Joyce might get really upset about what he did have in his hands. It wasn't a basketball. So now that he's uh, facing three misdemeanor charges for his March 3rd ceiling caper, Madrill's has been suspended without pay by school board officials and pictured above right here a nasty-looking guy by a Hernando County Sheriff's Office mugshot. Maybe it was maybe that place up there in the ceiling is Hernando's hideaway. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and singular wireless lines. And like I started to say about a half an hour ago before I interrupted myself, wouldn't you think with all these zillions? Oh, look at that. Ashley Smith, there she is. She gets the $65,000 reward for uh, the role in the capture of Brian Nichols. In conjunction with essentially your religious and spiritual upbringing. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, boy. She just yeah, let's all go out and buy that book. What's the name of that book, The Power of Negative Thinking? WQAM Line 9. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you today, Neil? Pretty good, Pally. What do you got? Well, I just want to say I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, and used to listen to you a lot when I lived down there. All right. But uh, I'll tell you the truth. Tell me all the, the truth, please. All the chronics you get, they, they kill me. You would, you'd have to live in Hialeah with the green teeth to really understand it. That's, that's pretty much it. Okay, great thanks show. a lot. Okay, great thanks. Show. Do you understand what he was saying? It's a great show, but all the chronics say live in Hialeah with the green teeth. Oh, I, I think he's saying he had to be there to understand all these, this crowd. You're right. Good point, Pally. Hey, listen, he's like in Charlotte, North Carolina, just fine. But sure the hell beats, beats hell out of Hialeah. This is true. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I uh, just wanted to make a comment about that. Uh, some of the calls that you're getting in reference to the girl and the tube and all that. Tube. Uh, yeah. Hello. Yes, I'm listening. Man, uh, don't you think that we should be, instead of making fun of the whole issue, I mean, I'm not pro-life or pro-anything. I mean, I'm just saying, that shouldn't we just talk about how ignorant the people down here in South Florida are? They well, can't I mean, even how, have how, a many different, how, many, how many years have I been doing that, sir? But, but think about this. The fact that you could be 18, 30, you could have children, grandchildren. This can happen to anybody, and yes. then you are the and mercy it happens, of a... It happens every day. It happens it's, every day. It, it, I mean, it's, it's just, I hear some of these guys, uh, take the two out and this, and you know what, it's a human being, and forget about her life or whatever, but, you know, it happens every day, and people down here, all they do, the quality of the listeners that we're having, it's just going down. 
No. Quality of people that we have here. Now that, you mean, got your thumb on it. That's it. Okay. Now that was it. That I was what I wanted to say. I thought, I thought there was right. going to be something more. The quality of the people here is going down. Do you, do you understand what he was trying to say? I sure don't. Uh, Maybe he had a problem with the fact we're talking about the... Cube! You know, I mean, you might as well have a little bit of... Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get all bummed out about this. She's been dying for 15 years. And like I said, it happens to people every day. Families have to make these decisions. And it's a personal, private business. And they don't allow these right-to-life lunatics to come in there and make a circus out of it and try to, like, overrule the court decisions. She had, like, a whole bunch of doctors who examined her years and years and years and uh, partridge in a pear tree, and that's it. Not only can't you not only can't you live in peace in America anymore, you can't even die in peace. Nope. Can't do it, for crying out loud. I'm dying over here. I mean, what would you rather talk about? Poor Terry on the tube or the uh Cube. or Ashley and her sixty five grand. Oh please. Please. I can't take it no more. My America's gone off the deep end. Just like that article I read about the religious nuts have just totally taken over and the Republican Party is pandering in, and even they don't agree with them now. They've gone so far, they've even passed them like they were standing still. Even, even the evangelicals, a lot of them are saying, hey, wait a minute, we didn't mean to go that far. Don't press the button yet, George. You know, that kind of thing. WQAM, hello. Hey, I'd like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yes, hey, sir. Do me a favor. I'm with a friend of mine. I was trying to explain to him the old days with Jerry Wichter. And uh, when you guys got robbed at the old station, yeah. would you mind just uh, telling him the story of that so he could hear it? He doesn't believe me. Tell him the story of what? When Jerry Williams got robbed? Yeah. Weren't well, you working there? Yes, I was on the air at the time. Oh, here, I'm going to hang up. Go ahead and tell him. I want him to hear it. Okay. No. This is here's a guy that's programming the show now. I mean, why would I want to go rehash the story about Jerry Williams getting robbed? By the way, Jerry's dead. Uh, and Jerry Wichner, too. I'm still here, though. Listen, he but uh, he's got a friend listening. He wants me to rehash his story from W. Snooze from 25 years ago. And the answer is no. How do you like that? Well, maybe either put a, write it out on a longhand and put the message in a bottle or send it through a tube over to his house and he can show his buddy the story. I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. Just I'd rather hear about Ashley Smith. First of all, I want to thank my Lord and Savior. Jesus. Oh, oh God. That did it for me. That's the end. That is the end. I'm putting a revolver right to my temple. Or maybe I'm just going to temple. I don't know. And see Shmuley Boteach, my spiritual advisor. Wow, 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 wow. I just... What's happened to America, man? If you're not a fundamentalist, Bible-thumping... Oh! Although, in fact, you know something? That's why I'm taking off tomorrow. It's Good Friday. It's never too late, you know? I'm eating the wafer. I'm drinking the wine. I'm doing it all. I'm putting on a dress like the Pope. I'm uh, doing everything. You can have some ice cream? No. No ice cream till uh, next week, earliest, at the earliest. You're going to have it that hat, too? Now I am going to get one of those big miters and put it on my head, yeah, and miters muffler. Man, you just wait. I'm going to be a real fashion plate, just like Il Papa. Hey, I'm sure you're familiar with our friend Anthony Caliendo, the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage. So before you call any other mortgage company, let the main man tell you what you don't know. Did you know that most banks only work with three different mortgage products? No, you didn't know that. That's why I said that. And if your credit's less than absolutely perfect, get ready to hear the most famous two-letter word in the English language. Uh, no! N-O. If you're not working with the right lender, chances of getting approved are only fitty-fitty. So do yourself a big favor. Call right now, one loan 
That's one triple eight four eight three loan. Let the main man and his team put you into mortgage that meets your needs. Avoid going to the wrong lender or maybe being turned down because you called the wrong number. Call the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage toll free today. One triple eight four eight three loan. That's eight eight eight. 483 loan. And every time they close a loan, don't forget a portion is donated to kids in distress. So why call anybody else? If you want exactly the deal you're looking for, avoid the old bait and switch. Do the smart thing. Call Anthony Caliendo, everybody's main man today. 1-888-483-LOAN. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively. QAM. It's Dave! Oh! Miami Town. Uh, 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 absolutely. At 560-WQAM. You failed. Now all us rednecks sure love Sex just ain't as good unless it's family. Because all us rednecks practice incest. Now I'm my only uncle and it worries me. My Aunt Esther took me with her back to her double wide. What a deal, ain't got no wheels, and inside smelled like something died. She kissed my cheek and winked her eyes, and we're all alone in the house. But I got sick when she gave me a kiss, chewing tobacco in her mouth. All us rednecks sure love incest. All right. Sex just ain't as good unless it's family. Because all us rednecks practice incest. So come meet my new wife. She's my niece. I just got me a farm with horses, chickens, cows, and pigs. Four by four that I adore With tires that are too damn big The rear window, it has a gun rack That's where I keep my gun The rebel flag and my wife in the back My neck is red from too much sun All us rednecks sure love incest Cause sex just ain't as good unless it's family. Absolutely. Because all us rednecks practice incest. My sister is the one over there with the dirty knees. Every union's it's hard to choose. Who's got the nicest too? And I don't like the way my daddy has been watching me. Rectum. Morning after one at 560 WQM, where we tend to be a little clannish at times. So anyway, this uh, neurologist, so-called William Cheshire, right, with that Cheshire cat grin on his face, of the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, uh, he's the one that they're using as their last gasp hope, you know, who claims all of a sudden now that she's not, uh, she's not in a vegetative state. But anyway... He observed her at her bedside, but did not conduct an examination of her. 
Cheshire is a, um, he's from the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, a bioethicist who's also an active member in Christian organizations, including two whose leaders have spoken out against the removal of the... Cube! Right. Of course he is. Ronald Cranford of the University of Minnesota, a neurologist who was among those who made a previous diagnosis of Shivo, said there isn't a credible, reputable neurologist in the world who won't find her in a vegetative state. Got that? There isn't a credible, reputable neurologist in the world who will not find her in a vegetative state. Florida. Got it? Got it. But, of course, Mr. Cheshire, who happens to be just by coincidence a member of a bunch of religious right-wing, right-to-life organizations, he says, who did not examine her, by the way, but came, was at her bedside and said, oh, look at that, she's going she's right to get up and do a tap dance. I can tell. Any second now. Come on, Terry. We can do it, honey. You can do it. Come on. No? Well, what do you think? A little music might do it, you think? How about some polka music? No? No. Come on. Come on, Terry. You can do it, baby. You don't need that silly-ass... you No. U.S. military command in Iraq has blocked two Italian policemen from examining that car in which an Italian intelligence agent was shot to death in Baghdad, a newspaper said yesterday. Corriere della Sera. Well, I sure like the way I said that. I'm not going to try it again. Doesn't <laughs> that sound like I really knew my Italiano? You pick it pretty well. Corriere della Sera said the policemen were about to leave when the Italian embassy in Baghdad... See, you have to say, like, da-da-da, there's, there's certain sounds, make it schmaltz, you know what I'm saying? No, like you know. in The Godfather. Anyway, the policemen were about to leave when the Italian embassy in Baghdad received an order from the U.S. command on Monday to abort the mission for security concerns. The embassy in Baghdad reportedly alerted Rome authorities who called off the trip. The car, a Toyota Corolla, is reportedly still in American hands at Baghdad Airport, where it was originally rented. The foreign ministry in Rome declined comment on the report, while officials at the Italian embassy in Baghdad could not be reached for comment. Uh, Italian authorities say that examining the vehicle is key to assessing what happened on March 4, when U.S. troops opened fire... On the car carrying Secret Service agent Nicola Calapati, another intelligence officer, and journalist Giuliana Serena, who had just been released after a month of captivity in Iraq. Calapari died on the spot while the other two were wounded. Prosecutors investigating the shooting received photos of the car, but they want to analyze bullet holes other elements, according to Corriere della Sera. Calipari's uh, killing outraged Italians prompted Premier Silvio Berlusconi, the world's second biggest crook next to uh, W, to demand that Washington provide an explanation. Italy agrees that the shooting was an accident, but it disputes some key elements of the U.S. account. And a partridge in a pear tree. And you're never going to get the truth out of us, like Howard Beale said. Remember that? You're never going to get the truth out of us? No, you didn't see Network? Have you? I'm not even going to ask. Let's move oh, right yeah. along. It's Tweedledee and Tweedledum. How's that ice cream coming, by the way? Is it in there yet? No, nobody brought ice cream. Uh, Tony's came by with a pizza, though. So. Oh, well, that's good. Brad hooked it up. Right, pepperoni ice cream. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with sticking a little pepperoni in your ice cream. Now, what's the story? So are you getting some tomorrow from that guy that called before, or is that too far? What's the deal? Um, I don't know. I'm going to call him tomorrow. Well, what did he say? You spoke to him, I'm assuming. He said, yeah, he said he's going to talk to his manager and see if he can do something. He well, that would be nice. He you and George and the can give him a big, fat plug, show. man. Give him a real nice plug. Nice send-off there, what huh? That's what I said. That's what I said. Because you tell him that for free food, will lie like crazy, even if it's not all that good. We'll say, oh, man, this stuff is fantastic. <laughs> it's great. Won't we? Oh, sure. You bet. We're easy. What's your favorite ice cream is our poll question today at the end of a week of uh, just gastronomical insanity. Just food, food, manja, 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 just crazy all week long. Italian food, pizza, steakhouses, and today, ice cream, gelato, gelato misto. Ever have real Italian gelato? Of course you didn't. Yes. You did? Where did you have that? In uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh. oh, my sides hurt from all of this today. I just can't handle it. It is a panic. Real, I tried an ice cream in Pennsylvania at a gelateria. Was that it? A place that pretended to sell gelato? Correct. Probably run by a bunch of Greeks. Or it could have been, you know, 
Could have been up there. What? A lot of guidos up there. Oh, yeah, I know that. How about one of those Philly uh, cheesesteaks, huh? Oh, wonderful. Mm. Yummy. Not as good as those grinders oh, I was yeah, talking yeah. about the other day. Those grinders from New England. Oh, man, those big hoagies. I was at Bello Snyder's summer camp. I was 16 years old. That means it's 100 years ago. Fourth Lake, Inlet, New York, summer camp. And we used to, like, walk into town about a mile or two away from the camp. And there was a hoagie shop there that had these fantastic big hoagies. Oh, just to die for. Unbelievable. The kind of stuff you... And the same in Boston, too. They had fantastic... I don't remember if they called them hoagies or grinders. I've never heard of grinders. We called them great. They were fantastic. Big, thick, with, like, all kinds of good ingredients and all kinds of mixed cold cuts and capicola and all this stuff. Hey, don't choke up there. Yeah, I am. I'm gagging up on it. I'm Mark Morgan. Now here's Neil Rogers on 560 QAM. What a drag the press is out of control. Baseball's different today. I just heard the AP say Homer's feeding left and right is such a thrill. Then the AP finds a pill and disputes require skill. It's another tabloid shelter called Requires Little Helper. Baseball's different today. I heard ESPN say Require hits another one to take the lead. But reporters find a need to undo this giant deed. They invade the cardinal shelter looking for McGuire's helper. Baseball finally has its day, and they pee on our parade. Oh, AP, no more of these. The lock, the door, invade no more. What a drag the press is out of control. Yeah, he sure comported himself very well before that congressional committee last week. There's no mistake about it. We're not talking about the past. We're not here to talk about yesterday. Whatever it takes and all of these things, right? And let me out of here, please, so I can go uh, polish my complexion up a little bit. Well, he's looking. Did you ever see his neck? Who's neck? He's got more holes in his neck than a piece of Swiss cheese. In fact, maybe, once, maybe now they have nothing to do with that uh, thing anymore. That Phew! They can put that in Mark McGuire's neck. I uh-huh. think. Can't hurt. He has a look like spackle. What's your favorite ice cream? That's our poll today. We got 800 plus votes. Ben and Jerry's fish food is hanging on tenaciously. Thank the Lord. Oh, God. 137 votes. That may be, in fact, if Bush ever finds out, if your fat ass governor finds out how good that is, he'll confiscate it all for himself and his for renegade family, and uh, well, it'll make it illegal to eat it in the rest of the state, don't you think? Well, he just banned Ben and Jerry as a whole. Probably. No, he'll just confiscate it all for his outlaw family up there in Tallahassee, including Noelle. She's probably hooked on it. Ben and Jerry's Fish Food, 137. Vanilla, 121. That is just, I mean, oh outrageous. God. Chocolate, 60. Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia, 51. Butter Pecan, 43. Uh-huh. Ben and Jerry's New York Super Fudge Chunk, 40. Cookie Dough, 40. Rocky Road, 40. Well, at least Rocky Road finally got even with Cookie Dough. Pistachio, 28. Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche, 27. Heath Bar Crunch, 24. Strawberry, 23. Rum Raisin 20, Cookies and Cream 19, Coffee 18, Briar's Oreo 14, Ben and Jerry's Coffee Toffee Crunch only 14. You people, man, are just, well, missing the boat. So I can tell you, there is something really, really rotten in Denmark. Toffee, co- coffee Toffee Crunch has only got 14. Now, you guys never tried it? No, I have not. I'm going to tell you, it's right up there with fish food. I don't care what anybody says, it is right up there. It's in the same astronomical, way above the rest of the world kind of level. It's, uh, it's up there. Well, then you need to bring all this ice cream in April. 
Just 80s chocolate peanut butter, 11. I hate ice cream. Ten people said that. I hate ice cream. Ten. Do you know anybody who hates ice cream? No. Only our crowd. Cold stone cake batter ice cream. Boy, that sounds... Mmm. Nine. Ben and Jerry's half-baked, nine. Ben and Jerry's everything but the... Eight. Nestle's turtle, eight. That is so good. Neapolitan, seven. Pralines and cream is very good, too. Six. Starbucks mud pie, five. Caramel sutra, five. Ben and Jerry's. Briar score, four. That's the winner. Briar score. Ben and Jerry's chocolate therapy's got a pear. Strawberry cheesecake, two. And ben and Jerry's chubby hubby, one. Publix turtle has one. And none... Ben and Jerry's concession obsession. We had all that dialogue about it, and you looked it up, and is it this? But a beep, but a boop, but a. It's like concession stand uh, uh, ice cream. Well, and really so far, it's there. got the big oh! none. And Edie's Coney Island's also got none. There's another. What is it? Dream, Dream World, Dream. Uh, when you look at the pints in the freezer in the supermarket next to the Ben and Jerry's, there's all these designer flavors now. Dream something, isn't it? Do you sit there for hours in front of those doors? At the supermarket? First of all, I don't take a chair when I go to the supermarket, so unless I'm on the floor, it'd be kind of hard to be sitting there. Are no. You sure? When, when you're, look, when you're looking for something good, okay, I don't want to get too specific the way things are these days, but when you're looking for something really good, you know when you found it. You catch my drift? You when you see it, you know it. Okay. And so when you go to the supermarket and you open up and you're looking maybe for Ben and Jerry's fish food, just an example, you say, hey, wait a minute, here's a whole new line of these artsy-fartsy designer flavors, and there always are. You see, you're so pedestrian with your Dulce, Dulce de uh, uh, Leche. And don't spill it on your Guayabera, by the way. No. Always make sure the excess runs off into the... Cube! Right. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. Try to open up some new avenues for you, okay? See, so like, try some new things. Try some new things, like uh, Ben & Jerry's Coffee Toffee Crunch. If you don't like that, man, your taste is... Uh, they, they ought to chop your tongue off. I want to I wanna try that. WQAM, Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, the name of that ice cream is Dreamery. That's it. Thank you. Excellent. You're welcome. That's pretty, pretty good stuff, too. Okay, thanks. Dreamery. See, I, I told you it was like DreamWorks, but then that's movies, you know. Maybe they'll make a movie about Ben and Jerry's. You think? That'd be dreamy. Pretty good stuff, man. couple of good liberal guys there from Vermont. Boy, what a great state that must be. I think I drove through Vermont one time real fast, but I don't think I ever, like, uh, stayed there. for like. I, I never did. New Hampshire. I've been in Salem, New Hampshire, Rockingham Park back in the day. Ever been in New Hampshire? Yeah, sure. Ever been at uh, Arnie Warren's Adventure Car Hop in Saugus, Mass? You never been to New England, right? I have not. Either, either one of you have never been to New England, yes, and you have. know something about the founding of our great country, what used to be great okay. country. You know something about Paul Revere's house in uh, Boston? No. I actually saw it. Quincy Market. Yeah, but have you walked? Have you been inside of it? Have you been in front of it? Have you been there at the Quincy Market? I walked and, all uh, of Market Street. Yeah, right. I did. Market Street. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? In Philly. Paul Revere House is on Market uh, Street. It's on Washington Avenue. The hell are you talking about? I don't know what avenue it's on over there. You wouldn't know Tremont Street if they stuck it in your... uh, Rectum. Right to Fenway Park. Boston's a great Well, that's great. And that's excellent, okay? You've been to Fenway Park. I've been there many, many times. Uh Many, many, many times. And... Joe around B.C. Yeah, that's good. You go on the... uh, What the hell is that uh, highway? That horrible highway. The Mystic River Bridge. You haven't been on the Mystic River Bridge. Good. Don't do it. Man, you talk about the worst driving in the, in the world, at least in the U.S., not in the world. The worst driving I've ever seen is in Rome. But the worst driving in the U.S. is in Boston, man. Oh, wow. You can't complain. You think the driving in South See, this driving in South Florida is bad and aggravating. But in Boston, it's much more bad than aggravating. It's just, it's, it's like, a, you know. Chicago's really bad. It's like demolition derby. Yeah, Chicago is pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. Five six seven oh five six. I got a couple more, but I'm not going to read anymore because Miguel get really bent out of shape. And since it's almost the end of our week here, you know, 
Why do I want All right, we'll mention, because it is big news, a year after her first reported stay in rehab, Whitney Houston is again checked into a rehab facility. Oh, my What a God. shock. That would be almost as shocking as Bobby Brown checking back in. Just take her tube out already. Whitney, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Bobby Brown calls Jerry Witzner in that big talk show in the sky for that guy I called before. Hey, Jerry, it's uh, Bobby checking in. And now Whitney's checking in. Next, it'll be Chubby checking in. Whitney Houston has entered a rehab facility today. Her publicist, Nancy Seltzer, told the AP yesterday she declined to provide details. Have you, now, you've seen the, Pepsi, the um, Pepto-Bismol spots, haven't you? Yeah. Where they're dancing around, they're holding the, the, the puking, and the, uh, they're holding their... Uh, you've seen that. Yes. The stomach. Now, that's got to be one of the greatest spots. I just, like, almost pee in my pants. George has never seen that. And he's also never seen the purple-tinted uh, uh, Kirstie Alley spot. Call Jenny. He's never seen that. Maybe this past week he got the pleasure of oh, watching more TV. You have, you have got to see that. Fettuccine. Fettuccine. Guido. Chocolate She's squealing. She is squealing. And, of course, what does a pig do, oh, huh? Yeah, That's Ned Beatty. Squeal like a pig, honey. You are listening to Neil Rogers. Big... Forty-six, fourteen, oh two. We got uh, Curtis Stevenson for a Mohawk. Or David did, did that too, and Mad Dog is cool. We do not have Curtis Stevenson. What do we got? Yeah, I was just going to say I just saw Mo. So Howard. Well, then how come it says on my schedule we got Curtis uh, Stevenson here? And you have a fax? No, I don't have no fax. But you should. Well, I don't. Who was supposed to be sending it? Me. In addition to which, isn't it a little bit late? I've been saying all day we got Curtis instead of Mo. No Mo. Now you tell me like at uh, thirteen minutes till two we got Mo. Yeah. I mean a yeah. lot. Huh? Yeah, and? And a lot of people would probably have to get themselves emotionally prepared for that. Don't you understand what I'm talking about? Absolutely. See, even he gets it. Anyway, we got Moa, too, like I said. Anyway, I, well, you know, they can't be bothered sending a schedule. They're probably busy because tomorrow's payday working on my check. Nice going, Clarence. Oh! That's what's important. Okay, not who's on a year, who's on first. 
Now, you were talking about Market Street. Market Street's in Philadelphia. Right, I said that. It, it just dawned on me during the break. You're talking Market Street. And of course, you've never been in Boston. So yes, what I have. you know about what? Where's Fenway Park? So then what are you talking about Market Street for? What, what did that I have to do Philly. with Fenway Park? No, I said a couple of different cities. Yeah. Yeah, what? And? You said, have you been here? Have you been there? And I was like, well, well, I didn't I've say have you been, been here. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're just trying to get me to play that thing, that Dean thing. Huh? Oh, okay. The I've been everywhere, which I do like that a lot, by the way. That is great. It's, it's great. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Travel I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Delta, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, Lava. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico and Texas and New York. I've been everywhere. Even though we have, eight, have more than eight hundred votes on the poll, pretty good yeah. response on there. But the the reason that there are so few ice cream places in Florida that last, remember I was talking about that the other day, is right. because South Florida, in spite of the weather, it's not an ice cream joint. People don't like ice cream. I don't know about that. Uh, I'm telling you right now, people down here don't like ice cream. People in compared to other parts of the country, people are not as ice cream obsessive in Florida as they are elsewhere. Well, we'd rather have a beer. Now you would think. That they'd be ice cream because even all the old farts, you can gum it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mikey, your gum is a little on the oh, chilly no, side no, no. or maybe even your dentures, but nevertheless. No, seriously. Every good ice cream joint, now, there was one that just dawned on me. I've forgotten all about it. Very sad story, too. In the, yeah. in the uh, Nob Hill and Cleary, that shopping center in Plantation Air, there's a Publix. Even though you're not, you don't live in, oh, Miguel, forget about him. But Josh, you know, you got to have some idea. I know where that is. Okay, okay, listen to me. Right near Publix, about a couple of doors down, several years ago, many years ago. I've been in plantation a long time now. But anyway, there was a very nice guy who, uh, I forget what he used to do. He In New York, he worked his whole life. He worked in the New York guy in his 40s, I would say, early 40s with a family. And he, all his life, he wanted to open up an ice cream store. So he came to South Florida. He opened up a great ice cream shop right there by Publix. You know, that, that shopping center is very, very busy. Yeah. That's uh, where the vet is that I used to take my dogs to before they uh, had to be put to sleep. You know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. Doc? But anyway, um, and the, the place was great. And I went in there, and he knew who I was, and he, uh, I talked about him on a show. And uh, he, had, he had, I mean, really nifty flavors. He had some really good stuff. You know, not just, not just vanilla and chocolate. He went out of business. And it just, it just bugs me because people who spend all of the, take their life savings and they do something that they really enjoy and they put a lot of work into it. And he went belly up, just like that poor guy, that white mountain guy in the fountain shops. That was, that was awesome ice cream. That was gourmet ice cream. That was as good as it gets. Out of business. I don't think he lasted a year. See what I'm saying? So this guy, you, you better do a good job for this guy that's coming in tomorrow with six, 16 quarts of ice cream or whatever, six, uh, ten half gallons. We'll have to see. Well, if he's smart, he'll come in because otherwise he's going to be <coughs> kind of like Terry, you know, belly up without the. Cube. Yeah. 
I see. We have, the guy's right. We ought to stop doing that thing with that. Q. Don't you think? It, it, no. No. Let's stick to the, the applicator Q. That one. Because then at least they know what that one's all about, not just the, Q. Yeah. They think it's in poor taste. I'm going to tell you if, you, if you can't have a few chuckles about the whole thing, the way that they're, even though it's a tragic, terrible story, I mean, you'd go crazy because they're trying to drive us all nuts over this. Like, we have to care about that. We have to care about steroids in baseball. We have to care about uh, Terry Schiavo. We have to care about stuff that we couldn't give a flying crap less about. And in the meantime, while the grave robbers are killing all kind of innocent people, uh, we're not supposed to care about that. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively on 560 QAM. Hey, Oh, yeah. What do you know? What do you say? Yeah, I'm just joking me around here. But that's no money coming in. I was trying to run things if you could have. Oh, no. 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 Oh